This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that's on your mind. All you have to do is dial in toll-free. The number for you, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. All right. And as we, by the way, are approaching very quickly... The very first night of Free Talk Live going to be live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Tonight's show, we're here but still in Keene at the LRN.FM studios. And uh, tomorrow night and Saturday night, so we got uh, two more nights after this one. And then it's an entire week broadcasting from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. I'm pretty excited. That, that gifted school really paid off. Did you hear how he paused <laughs> right before the two? <laughs> That's terrible. If Eight. you're going to pick on Ian tonight, you know, I've got to... Get my like I make mom face on. Reasonably so I can... good money picking on Ian. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. And if you haven't yet gotten your tickets, we'll tell you more about Porkfest here in a little bit. Uh, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com is where you can go to learn more about that. Uh, so plenty to discuss with your calls, of course, uh, being the primary elements if you make them. 855-450-FREE. Coming up, Mark, you're going to give us some interesting statistics about secession and how many people... It's, you know, an acceptable idea that this is a something they would consider possible, something that they might even support. Uh, we'll get to that here. 855-450-FREE. And also, news uh, internationally from Egypt. Uh, looks like things are falling apart there uh, again. But first, here's a strange one for you. From St. Petersburg, Danielle Harkins told the kids they needed to rid their bodies of demons. Oh, Okay. You know, whatever follows after that statement <laughs> right. isn't going to be good. It's not going to be good. I mean, whatever. whatever Was she on bath salts? Uh, yeah, good, good question. <laughs> she may have been. Um, so, real quick, Michelle, you're a resident Christian. Oh my gosh, I'm token. <laughs> what are your thoughts on demons? I try not to think about demons. Just, you don't spend much time thinking. I mean, the, the Bible I, certainly I mentions, don't. at least, it mentions four angels by name, two mm. of which are, uh, you know, the, the bad kind. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Abaddon and and Satan, and that's all we really know. I mean, you know, Jesus drove out some demons that and put Satan in some pigs, right? Satan was Lucifer, who was the uh, the head Bring conductor of of music, and he was cast out of heaven. You're These could about be him. all different people for all we know, but yeah. um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's it, yeah. it, it, it more or less has played a role in Christianity for as long as Christianity's been around, and even before that, right? The belief in demons. Now, I believe in yeah. God. But C.S. I don't believe Lewis in devil, wrote a so. really uh, great book, actually called Scru- C.S. Lewis. Okay, He's the, the scru- author scru- of Screw Tape, Screw tape Letters. Yeah, I read them. Screw Tape Letters. Sure. Yeah. What's that everything. all about? God, Demons? you're talking about something I read 20 years ago. It was uh, letters from Satan to Jesus, maybe. No. <laughs> am I, how, how am I doing? <laughs> That's so cute. What is? What is it? Um, right. So um, there's Wormwood, and he is the plant. He, he's a, he's a demon. Oh, okay. So yeah, so there are demons who there's an uncle and a nephew, and they're trying to the uncle is trying to help the nephew uh, to um, distract a Christian from, from distract him actually, and, uh, not turn him away from God, but just distract him. Just some random Christian or Jesus? No, a particular Christian in the story in order to, uh, in order to make him ineffective, basically. 
And, to, but know. it's but C.S. Lewis is just such a uh, great writer and uh, was a logician at Cambridge, and so you know he's he's fun to read whether or not you're. A he did the Chronicles of Narnia, and exactly. that was uh, certainly yeah. popular. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so whenever uh, you know a statement begins with "you have to remove the." But, uh, the demons from your body, uh, whatever the solution for removing those demons is likely going to be possibly crazy, dangerous, stupid, or a combination of those three. I can't think of any of these have worked out well. Go ahead. Uh, so here's what uh, Ms. Harkins had her young friends do. Uh, they gathered before dusk on Saturday around a small fire near St. Petersburg Pier. They, she told them they should cut their skin to let the evil spirits out. Just the skin? Then... They so needed- do you have to get all the way through the epidermis in order to get the demons They're, out? Now we're going to start ble- I mean, could, bleeding ourselves? You could cut yes. yourself a little bit and not, always get, not get all the way through the epidermis. Well, and just as a little note in here, you said rid your body of demons. Mm-hmm. Demons are spiritual beings, so why would you rid a physical entity of a spiritual thing would be my first point, period. Yes, but I mean, you know, they, the Catholic Church has exorcism rites, and surely they do something physical when they do. I that. know, I, I saw know. that movie. <laughs> I don't know anything <laughs> it was else about scary. it. Scary. <laughs> I, I never even saw the movie. In fact, <laughs> but her I know head they turns the around, rites. she vomits, she levitates. It's crazy. Yeah, indeed. So once you cut yourself in this particular case, she then instructed the young people, and I'm still not quite clear why they were hanging out with her, uh, (laughs) but near a pier in St. Petersburg uh, around a fire. Uh, But she said then they needed to burn the wounds to ensure the spirits would not return. Cauterize them. (laughs) So we'll tell you more about what she did here in a moment. Lisa's on the line listening in Grand Rapids. Uh, Lisa, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Hello. I feel absolutely terrible. I just got through this radio station, and I was listening to a show before yours. I didn't realize that uh, shows had switched, so I had called to make a comment. They were asking people whether they were going to support President Obama in November. Oh, well, talk to us about that. Well, no, right that's ahead. a deep uh, talk radio <laughs> subject. You want to talk about and one of the I... most surface-level, useless discussions you could possibly have. But go ahead with your thoughts. I mean, you're welcome to call in about okay. anything. Alrighty. Well, I just want to say that I am a supporter of President Obama and I'm going to vote for him mainly because I come from a college-educated family and I have family members that are dead set on believing he's a terrorist, a Nazi, a socialist. And so Hmm. I just thought that maybe if he wins this election, it's a wake-up call to my Republican Party that we can get back to being normal again. So you're a Republican but, who's voting for Obama? Yes, I voted for him the first time. Mm-hmm. And actually, I probably lean more independent. I vote, but my tickets split all the time. But it's just sometimes I just think the party's gone crazy. Would you I have mean, voted for Ron Paul since you're a Republican and he was, you know, the he was essentially a nominee up until, or a candidate up until a week or so ago? He's still a candidate. I, yeah. I believe in a lot of the things that he stands for, but some of the things he's just so radically over the top in some of his um, spending reductions. But he definitely is more like the old normal Republican Party than what what we have now. You know, they, Mitt Romney. I mean, Mitt Romney. No, seems no, 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 Ron Paul. No, no. She no, said. No, I'm just Ron saying, Mitt Paul Romney seems pretty, pretty centrist, though. You're saying what we have now, and I'm wondering what you're referring to. 
Well, I just think that we've just kind of gone crazy. There have been so many things that President Obama has implemented that are basically my Republican Party's ideas, and they're against it. Two-thirds of the stimulus was tax cuts. You know, I have to say, Lisa makes a lot of sense what she's saying here in that, I mean, Obama is essentially George Bush the third. I mean, he's basically done everything George Bush did. He continued the war. I mean, you're probably somebody – do you support war? Um. No, you don't. But, but all of my Republican friends, they do support the war. They do support that kind of nonsense. So, I mean, it's just kind of crazy because, but it, it's one to not like somebody, but I mean, they really, they're deathly afraid of him in the White House. And it's just like, and well, I think the talk machine has worked really, really well in making people think this black man's kind of different. And yeah, black people mm. are kind of different, and now we. I've got never heard any talk shows thing. say that ever. Yeah, I mean either. No, well, I hear I hear people, and people think that way because you would never have somebody in the State of the Union yell out, "You lie to a white presidential." You uh, know, even when he I made don't know the about that. Okay. Okay. it's pretty vitriolic out there. Remember when he made that comment to the at the State of the Union to the Supreme Court that you know he didn't agree with Citizens United and. To me, the the purpose of the State of the Union is to let people know how you feel, what direction, whether you like what a president says or not. Be honest and tell us, you know. And okay, so well, honest. you said be honest. But, and that's, that's... But, but when President Reagan addressed the State of the Union and said that he didn't agree with the ruling of Roe versus Wade, and there were members of the Supreme Court at that time that had voted on that issue, nobody said anything about how inappropriate it was. That was appropriate. Ronald Reagan wanted to let people know where he stood. Well, information certainly passes faster today than it did back then. But I'll tell you what, Lisa, I'm still curious about, you know, why you're supporting uh, Barack Obama. If if you actually oppose war, which is what you told us you did, uh, because he's a warmonger. Get 18,000 radio stations from around the world. Pandora, Opio, Live 365, and MP3 Tunes. With C-Crane's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. It's great in any room of the house. You can listen to your favorite station stream from back home, whether it's another state or another country. Play Free Talk Live's live streams, lrn.fm, or your favorite stations. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane company, their products are the best. Get the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio at ccrane.com. ccrane.com. Talk live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features on the site totally free. Once again, freetalklive.com. Tonight here with you, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. Those features, by the way, include listening choices. We have live streams in broadband, midband, and dial-up flavors. Plus, you've got radio listening options, including over 100 radio stations across the country at various different times throughout the week on both AM and FM. Plus, you can get us on XM as well, where you can find us on two different channels every single day of the week. Uh, we've got our webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way, too. That's listen.freetalklive.com to get the details. Join more than a million people who've trusted LegalZoom.com for their common legal documents. You can incorporate your business there. You can create a will or a living trust. It's important if you uh, if you have a family. 
you register a trademark or you know whatever common legal documents you need. They're empowering you and protecting you um, at LegalZoom.com. Use coupon, coupon code FTL to save $10 on your order at LegalZoom.com. It's coupon code FTL, LegalZoom.com. Now, we lost the, uh, the lady caller that we'd had on the line. I think it was Lisa. Uh, she had called to talk about whether or not she's going to vote for Obama. She says she is. She is also a Republican. And her point, I thought, was you know kind of accurate. Like, Obama's a better Republican than uh, Mitt Romney is. And so she's going to vote <laughs> well, for Obama. I didn't quite get her point that um, I... You know, some Republicans are bigots, so let's vote for a black man because that'll teach the bigots not to be bigots. Like, really? You think that's going to teach the bigots not to be bigots? Maybe we should have a conversation with bigots about their bigotry. How come he's black when it's only 16%? I mean, is that kind of like... I don't know. Some some number. Yeah, no, that was the big thing is I laughed because my kids were more African than he was. He self-identifies as a black man, and that's his choice. So, you know, fine. If I, I choose to self-identify as having no race, so nobody respects woman. that, though. N- nobody is going to go ahead and say, oh, yeah, you're not a white guy, even though <laughs> I'm not a white guy. I've got all kinds of other things in there, and I've, you know, I've got proof. I thought it, I was hoping she'd hang on because I really wanted to dig into her, what she said kind of glossed over briefly, and that was that she's going to vote for Obama, but yet she's anti-war. Yes. And so how is it that you can be anti-war and not take that seriously? I mean, for me... War is a pretty serious thing, right? I mean, but, it's one of the most serious possible me too. Inter- encounters that human beings can get into. And, uh, you know, it's destructive. It doesn't bring anything that's positive. I mean, it just, it, you know, results in death. It results in, you know, destruction of property. It's just awful. And how could you call yourself anti-war but vote for somebody, which is essentially, you know, endorsing that person, if you know they're a warmonger? I mean, it's one thing if you're not sure— Right. And maybe you don't, you know, the devil. Four you years know ago, he was going to bring everyone home yeah. and blah blah blah. But so. now you know, the, yeah. you know, the devil. You know, this guy is a warmonger. He's not going to change his ways in the next four years. Because I can understand why people were duped the first time out. But the the only thing that people think is, I've got at this point, I have a choice. My choice is between Mitt Romney pants and Barack Obama, and that's <laughs> what they think. And now, oh, cutesy names, right? Cutesy names. Those are the names they've come up with over over there. Um, and you know, whatever. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter at this point. Consider that your one vote doesn't really count for any of these candidates. So you might as well spend it on the uh, third party candidate that you like. Yeah. Well, find a candidate that is uh, as close to your But most people don't look at it that possible. way. Because you have one vote. Let's imagine for a second that I'm an extraordinary. Most people believe there's a difference between the uh, the two parties that, you know, between the Republicans and the Democrats. I don't see much of a difference. That there's some sort of appreciable difference. Well, some people must, right? Because I've been out on the streets over the last few days collecting petition signatures. For the Libertarian Party, I'm back at it uh, in the, wow. uh, the LP. I, I haven't joined the National Party. I've only joined the, the New Hampshire Libertarian Party. Are you going to try to be a house rep? Um, yeah, correctly? I am running for uh, for state house rep. Wow. But you if, might as well run for dog catcher or king of the world. Well, right. You would think, ma- right? Like any Libertarian Party candidates don't win. So the idea is to get the message out about freedom. That's right. the purpose, in my opinion, of running as a libertarian candidate. But apparently these other people uh, that are, you know, died in the wool Republicans and or Democrats have very strong feelings about not even allowing the libertarians in the race. On the it's ballot. Amazing. Right. On the ballot. It's amazing. To me. I amazing. had a conversation today with a woman who self-described as a Democrat. And I said, well, I'm a Democrat, too. It's true. I'm a registered mm-hmm. Democrat. Uh, and uh, she, she, you know, used that as her excuse that, well, why she wouldn't sign my petition, which isn't an endorsement of me. You don't want it's, third parties on the ballot? Right. Is I mean, that you know, what you said? 
yeah, something to that effect. Like, you don't want people to have extra choices. And she didn't really have any really good <laughs> responses to me, just that, yeah, pretty much that's what she didn't want to have happen. She, uh, she, she just thought it should be Republicans and Democrats. She didn't want anything to possibly threaten the status quo. I mean, that's, this is my translation of essentially what she was telling huh. me. She was very dodgy in the way that she approached the issue. She was clearly very uncomfortable about having the conversation, and she wanted to get away from me as, as quickly as possible. Uh, mm. But so much for the principles of you know democracy and choice, right? Lazy oh, no. parenting is what I call that. Generations and generations of, of parents who have raised their children to you know, follow the rules and to keep their head down and do what they're told and not have to, you know, have independent thought. No thinking. No thinking, you know, not think for themselves. And certainly I can vouch for raising three kids who are um, free thinkers. It's challenging. It's exhausting. It's a constant, it's full time work. Well, this is a lady who, if you looked at her, I mean, you know how some people kind of look like they're Democrats and some people yeah. look like they're Republicans? <laughs> yes. So you I can, feel like I could pick them. Right. Sarah can, Palin <laughs> looks like a Republican. She's one of those ladies. You look at her, you know she's probably going to be saying she's a Democrat. And uh, and so you would think somebody who's a Democrat would would have uh, an understanding for why choice is valuable in you know political election, but nope, not you know not interested in the in the slightest at assisting people and getting on the ballot. In fact, some people seem interested. Like all uh, the opening line is, are you a New Hampshire registered voter? If they're not, move on. If they are, then the next line is something like, well, I'm running for, uh, I'm trying to get on the ballot. Can you help me with a signature? Mm -hmm. That's a good line because it kind of asks for someone's help and Mm -hmm. most humans are willing to help another human being. But the people that are uh, more politically, uh, I guess, attached Mm. will ask you a question or two to try to discern what's going on. Well, are you running for, uh, for, or what's your name, or what are you running for? And they'll kind of ask me a little bit about that, and then I'll give them that information. And eventually I give them the information, uh, if they ask enough, that uh, this is not just for me, because the petition is not a petition specifically for me. It's a petition to get the Libertarian Party on the ballot in New Hampshire this year. So it would it would essentially qualify a bunch of people across the board uh, to run for election. And it's, with some people, as soon as the words, the Libertarian Party, come out of my mouth, they are not interested anymore. You know, so they might have been interested had it been, oh, I don't know, the, the Green Party or something like that, or maybe they We should wouldn't. have a live free or die party. Maybe they'll go for that instead. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly there's some baggage involved. Like, I guess people within the political realm are very intimidated by the Libertarian Party. They're so intimidated by the, the Libertarian ideas that they will do whatever they can to protect the, the elections process from even having I, a libertarian I choice, find it even stupefying. though they always lose. I find it stupefying that somebody wouldn't wouldn't sign a petition to add a third party to the ballot. Right. I mean, really, what kind of sick fascist are you that you don't want a third party on? I don't care. It's upsetting. I don't care if it's the fuzzy pink bunny party. I'll go ahead, man. I'll sign it. I, I've done it more than once. I've looked at the person in the eye and said, I'll sign your petition to put you on the ballot, but I think you're a fool and you're wasting your time for running third party. I mean, I have done it. But I'll sign your, your petition. And right. they'll just si- smile at you dumbly because, well, you know, whatever, third parties. But whatever, you know, well, yeah. if you want to be on, you want to be on. 855-450-FREE is a SACL CAI toll free line. You want to put out there what you want to receive, right? So if somebody approaches me with a, a petition for getting an extra choice on the ballot, I'll sign it. It doesn't bother me at all. 855-450-3733. I understand it's not an endorsement or a vote for that person. Just getting them on the ballot. Free talk live. 
MindThings.com is a fun online game that pits you against people around the world to mine for scarce resources. Do business in a capitalist economy with virtually mined gold tax-free. You could be a trader doing business between cities, a pirate lying in wait for hapless traders, a guard capturing pirates, or one of nine other professions. It doesn't require a big-time commitment. Your mining robots work whether you're logged in or not. It costs nothing to play, but you can buy bonuses. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MindThings.com. Use coupon code FTL. Double your mining speed. It's free. MindThings.com. on your mind, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. We've got listening options, news updates, trying to female listeners, and more. You can go and enjoy it all over at freetalklive.com. Once again, freetalklive.com is where you can actually control the content of the website. How many other talk shows let you do that? I've never heard of any. Lady called in, called into the wrong show, and we, uh, we've we been talking about what she's been talking about for the last half hour. It's true. Uh, we will really talk about anything here. 855-450-FREE. And coming up, things are going to be a little bit different on Free Talk Live next week. It's going to be happening from, this show is going to be happening from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. So I can do it naked! You know, if that floats your boat, Michelle, you're welcome to. Right, you couldn't, uh, I couldn't do that here, because there's the camera. That's true. Well, I mean, if you really wanted to, we could probably... <laughs> It would do a lot else. for our numbers, Cam, I'll tell you. Uh, so We could talk about some kind of recompense here if you need to. It's true that we don't have a Cam while we're at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. The audio feed will still be available on the Cam, but you will not have a picture. Uh, we will be there broadcasting live every single night. And it's not just going to be us, but there are going to be a lot of great uh, programs that will be there from LRN.FM. Uh, so lots of stuff to listen to, but that's it's not a radio listening convention. It's the Porcupine Freedom Festival. There are hundreds of like-minded people that are going to be in attendance. They're going to be hanging out, getting to know one another, uh, old friends meeting old friends, old friends meeting new friends, new friends meeting new friends, etc. I'm going this year. That is exciting, and I I'm know. glad to uh, to hear that because I uh, missed you last year. Yes, and I'm excited. So come on out. You can meet all kinds of interesting people. You'll have a great time. Maybe you've got a family. There's lots of family events going to be happening, or perhaps you'd rather go to more adult style parties like the bigger gayer dance party which will be uh, attending or that will be i presume you're going to be attending that uh, michelle i'm leaving on friday i'm there from <gasps> tuesday to friday i know so no pole dancing no. for me this year well, I, know. I heard the pole's not going to be there anyway <laughs> they're going to have uh if michelle's not going to be there why have a pole <laughs> there you go uh they are going to have like a super gay like well i mean the whole thing's going to be super gay but they are going to have a drag show uh, are you going to dress up again I believe I will be having uh, some sort of an outfit. I am thinking really, really, really tight, tight, tight bike shorts with suspenders. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, Go to porkfest.com. Fuzzy gloves. P O R C F E S T.com. Porkfest.com. Get registered. It's not too late. Uh, if you, and of course, you can also show up the day of. Uh, by the way, I'm told the campsites are sold out. Uh, now, I don't know if that means that the RV sites are sold out, so there may still be some opportunity to come there and get a site. You can call Rogers Campground and get the details on that. Uh, the, all the details on Rogers Campground and the event 
are all available at porkfest.com. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. Of course, we will take your calls about whatever might happen to be on your mind. Mark, you said you wanted to get into a little bit more about this whole voting third party thing, which some people are just, they're so deathly afraid of even letting a third party candidate on the ballot. Although, to be fair, most people are pretty receptive toward it. I've been doing uh, petitioning about an hour a day over the last few days and uh, just kind of going in downtown Keene and talking to folks and walking up and down Main Street and asking uh, people to sign petitions. This is socializing for Ian. Most uh, people, you're so mean. (laughs) You know, I go out way more than you do, so leave me alone. Uh, He always tries to show off to me, you know. Do you think it's more tonight than any other night? Yeah, yeah he I, does. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> she I do, might be on to something. I'm going to go the, with the woman's intuition on this one. I do <laughs> tend to look at the uh, third party, uh, the third chair when I'm uh, you know, ribbing Ian, no doubt. But uh, I, I don't think it happens anymore often when you're around. So people are pretty responsive, though, to be fair. Uh, most people, a lot of significant amount of people I ask just aren't from New Hampshire. So they're disqualified right out of the gate. Uh, but the rest of them... Generally, people are pretty friendly towards uh, towards signing a petition. However, I'd say it's more like 60-40. Like 40% of people will who do live in New Hampshire and who are registered voters in New Hampshire, about 40% of them will just say, nope. I find that stunning. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get myself to ask more why. Like the first time I was so stunned, the first day I went out, I was so stunned by it. I just didn't want to say anything, you know, because it seems like people are in a rush. And, that might, you know, and I think I'm in a rush is a legitimate reason. That's well, right, but that's not the reason. Well, first of all, that's not the reason I have been given when I have been. But asking often why. people will not give you the the reason. Uh, you know, I mean, usually if they're in a rush, they're not going to stop to talk to you. They'll say, oh, "I'm in a rush. I can't talk to you." Uh, but if they're going to stop to talk, they're going to tell me more. So uh, as I learn more from uh, my petition ex- experience, I will uh, give it to you. But Mark, you had something about third parties and s- like math. Yeah, tell me more. Well, you know, oftentimes people will say they don't want to vote third party. And I, I'm not advocating – at this point, I guess I am advocating. I'm probably going to vote for – you know, the way things look, I'll be voting for Gary Johnson for president but um, from the Libertarian Party. But, you know, I, I don't have any illusions that libertarians are going to win. They'll win if people vote for them. But it tends to be that people don't vote for them. And the reason often given is that they don't want to waste their vote. People that say they don't want to waste their vote – don't understand the math of voting. Right. So I'm going to explain the math of voting to you. Chances are good you live in a red state or a blue state, if you're listening to me. So whatever that state is likely goes strongly one way or the other. The possibility is is that you live in one of the handful of swing states out there. Now, the swing states really are the only states at this point that make any difference. Um, New Hampshire is a swing state, but didn't, but swung pretty strongly towards Barack Obama in 20... Uh, that doesn't mean they're swingers. <laughs> it, it, I'm certain there are some. Um, it, but strong, it swung strongly towards Obama in uh, 2008. And at that point, it was 68,292 people in New Hampshire voted more for a Barack Obama. That was the difference between McCain and Obama. Um, and so, you know, that was the margin by which Barack Obama won. Let's assume that I'm an extraordinarily influential, nationally syndicated talk show host. I'm not that influential, but I let's let's assume that I'm uh, extraordinarily influential mm-hmm. and I can influence 1000 people's votes. Now, you think for a second that your vote counts for something. I can influence my vote and the 999 other people's votes. It still, in the state, it still wouldn't have mattered. If I could take 1,000 votes away from Obama's total and add it to McCain's total, the margin would only be 2,000 votes fewer. Don't imagine for a second you listening to me in your car 
that you've got that kind of influence. I don't have that kind of influence, mind you. Um, but if don't imagine that you've got a thousand vote influence. You could pull your one vote out of the 2000 election in your state and stick it on the other column. It doesn't make a whit of difference. The biggest difference you can make with your vote is actually voting for the third party candidate of your choice because that will make it more likely that your third party that you prefer will get on the ballot in the future. Depending on where you live. It uh, just makes it more likely. Ballot right? access regulations are different in every single state. They are. In New Hampshire, that's a true statement. If, uh, for instance, if the governor candidate gets uh, 4% here, then they'll lock in a major party status, uh, which, of course, they change the rules to make it more difficult uh, yep. as time goes on. Every time it's a moving target, there's no doubt about it. But I see what you're saying. You're saying because, you know, there's such a large margin of voters, your vote really doesn't count if you're voting for the, the two major right. parties. But maybe there's still that kind of overarching fear that somebody has as like, well, what if everybody voted their conscience? Then it would change whether or not a Republican or Democrat wins. Well, then, then the third party would get in. But right. you, you don't, you don't get to control. You don't get to control what other people do. You only have your vote, maybe your spouse's vote, you know, maybe a couple of your friends' votes. Ten votes tops is what you can influence, maybe. And to the idea that that matters in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't. No. So go ahead and vote your conscience because your vote doesn't count anyway. To segue a little bit, when was the last time that there was like a huge landslide? It was like Reagan maybe? Oh, for something? the states? For for the presidential election in general because for the last uh, several, uh, uh, yeah, not, uh, it's been 84. 50-50. Half of the country votes this way and half the country you know, votes the other way. Half of them are warmongers, half of them aren't. Half of them want to legalize marijuana, half of them don't. I mean, just everything seems to be pretty divided in, in half. As far as the national um, national goes, now people only consider the presidential election to be the only election that counts. And more and more so, as the president gets to be a more powerful position, this becomes more and more true. Essentially, we're electing a king these days. But, you know, I mean, it's not supposed to be that way. Coming up, cut yourself to get rid of the demons. That's what one woman told some young people, and uh, we'll see what happened here in moments. 855-450-FREE. Maybe you believe in demons. You want to tell us about it. 855-450-3733. Michelle sounds like she kind of does, but doesn't like to think about it. I've seen demons. Oh, boy. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that (laughs) here in a moment. It's Free Talk Live. Empower yourself by trading with value. Visit DontTreadOnMeme.com. Browse their unique silver dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs. Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on meme. That's don't tread on M-E-M-E dot com. is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll-free, bring up whatever you want, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy the features there. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you may do that. All you have to do is go shopping with us. You're going to do shopping anyway online, likely. If you're a smart shopper, it's always a good idea to check online, see if you can get a better deal than those box stores. Probably you can, and you can probably get the best deal at Amazon. If you've shopped at Amazon before, you know that's generally the case. So all you have to do to help Free Talk Live and get your shopping done all at once 
is go to shop.freetalklive.com. You'll find Amazon links there. There are affiliate links for Amazon. So when you click those links, there's one for the UK, one for Canada, one for the US. You click through that link, the one that's right for you, and Free Talk Live will get a portion of your purchase price. So basically, you're just starting your shopping through our portal. And Amazon uh, remembers they set a cookie and they remember that you came through our link. And then Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price. That's simple. It's the same great Amazon experience that you're used to. You're just using our affiliate link at shop.freetalklive.com. Once again, that is shop.freetalklive.com. Com. So according to uh, the Miami Herald, MiamiHerald.com, Danielle Harkins told the kids they needed to rid their bodies of demons. As the group gathered before dusk on Saturday around a small fire near the St. Petersburg Pier, they should, be cut, uh, they should cut their skin, she said, to let the evil spirits out. Then they needed to burn the wounds to ensure that the spirits would not return. Some kids got cut, said police. Some got burned. And Harkins got arrested. She's 35, and a literacy teacher at Lealman, an Asian neighborhood family center, was booked in jail Tuesday morning on child abuse charges in connection with the bizarre ritual, was held on $55,000 bail. Police said the ritual was attended by seven teenagers, all of Asian ethnic background, whom Harkins had taught a few years ago in her job at the center. At least two were injured. According to St. Pete Police spokesperson Mike Putz, he said, Obviously, it's very strange. The motivations for the ritual are very unknown to us. None of the teens told their parents about the incident. Police investigated after one of the teens sent a text message about the incident to a friend. That friend told the boy's parents, who then notified police. So is this religious freedom? To cut oneself? I well, suppose it should be. To, to suggest to other people that they cut oneself in order to – as long as it's to rid demons, not just cutting oneself. I mean you have to be ridding, demon, ridding one of demons at the, you know, in the process. Why couldn't it just be a ritual, a ritual you know, a, ritual, a religious ritual to cut oneself? Well, I, I don't know. You know some sort it, of bloodletting ritual. Got me. I know people that cut themselves and they do it – they receive a sort of um, – like endor- yeah, like endorphins release. It's a little bit I mellow have heard of that. and stuff. Yeah. But I have heard that within some Asian cultures, Malaysian cultures, that um that uh the spirits and what have you are a pretty uh you know, key element in their culture and what mm-hmm. have you, particularly with older people. So I wonder if this was the demons are, you know, if these kids we're looking to get good grades, be helped with their ancestors. Was Is there anything in the article that says well, why? Apparently they were reluctant to talk about the ritual beyond basic facts of the what The demons happened. will get their butts if they do. When Harkin <laughs> held a lighter to one teen's hand, the wind blew the flame out. That prompted her to douse his hand in perfume before setting it on fire. Oh, why wouldn't she think that the angels had blown out the flame? <laughs> The boy suffered second-degree burns. Might as well think anything, right? (laughs) Second-degree burns uh, is what he suffered, by the way. Another teen was cut on the neck with a broken bottle, uh, said police. I don't think you should cut people in the neck for anything. Right. Harkins used a flame to heat a small key, which she then used to cauterize the wound. Boy, nothing's more clean than a key that's gone into a lock a bunch of times. <laughs> well, uh, it's the, the finger part on the back is what I'm concerned with. Stephen Chanathalima, 17, one of the teens who attended the gathering, declined to discuss what happened. He says, I'm okay, I'm fine, all I know is she's in custody. Harkins was suspended without pay from her job at the Family Center, where she's worked for about four and a half years. According to the center's administrator, we had no suspicion of any of this, she said. Uh, We do everything we can to know our employees. 
None of the teens is currently taking part in the center's programs. And as a literacy specialist, she taught reading and writing skills to the center's clients. Uh, Though the motives still remain unclear, court records and those who know Harkins offered a few clues. She had recently divorced her husband, George. They had two children, a three-year-old and four-year-old. Records show that she was the defendant in a sexual violence injunction that was dismissed in January. In August, she filed a domestic violence injunction against her husband, which was also dismissed. So it sounds like it was a bit of a uh, a messy divorce. does sound messy. According to her next-door neighbor for the past four years, Lisa Cope, Ms. Harkins had taken an interest in extreme religious beliefs uh she didn't know what to say when her neighbor or what to make of her neighbor's newfound religious interest she told me i was okay her neighbor said she said i didn't have any demons so apparently ms harkins uh believes that she is the arbiter of whether or not someone has demons in them and has come up with a way to let them out well she she realized that her husband had demons then she could see that other people would have demons so therefore she you know put her right on the path right So, according to, uh, let's see, this is uh, the neighbor, I believe. I don't know where she got the whole demon idea. Who knows what makes people think those things? But yet, Michelle, you said a moment ago that you had seen demons. I don't know if it was a demon or if it was someone that was demon-possessed. I mean, it was definitely something that was beyond physical, I think. Um, I was on a bicycle in Hawaii. This is back when I was 18 years old. <clears throat> and um, this is the second time. And, and it was crazy. There was this, uh, I was in Waikiki and it was really busy. And um, I was cruising on my little bike, going very slowly. And this person looked, you know, looked like, like they were, maybe they were on drugs. Or, you know, like I mm-hmm. might have just thought that they were just really wasted or something. But then... <laughs> And weren't you using drugs at this time in your life? No, I was totally clean You'd at this point. Of mm-hmm. Okay. And his eyes, it looked like they rolled back and they became completely yellow. There was no like regular This is eye. as you were riding by this person? Yeah, I'm like going, I'm on a pedicab, so I'm mm-hmm. going, you know, not even one mile an hour. I, see. I mean, like I'm just, you know, um, you, you could walk faster yep. than I was going. And um, he looked right at me and this happened and he started running at me. And got about, yeah, five feet away. And he was like 15 feet away to start with. Got about three feet away. And his body was like picked up and thrown against a wall. What? Yeah. Swear. Promise you. It was a cra- Yeah. Totally bizarre. And, uh, like, and that, was, that was the only thing. And I thought. Like as though the hand of God had reached yeah. <laughs> down and just swiped him Sma- off your path. Yeah. Smacked him right out of there. Set him afar. Yeah. Very interesting story. It was, yeah, it was weird. So, so I thought about that afterwards because I'm like, well, what else could what else could explain it? He got up, but he didn't come after me. Mm. But so I just thought, well, what else? You know, that was seemed like a that's a hell of a story. Seemed so, like a reasonable. It was as reasonable as an explanation to me as some, as anything else. It's you as know? reasonable. It's it's fine with me because the experience is yours. I will, however, not cut myself over it. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even cut my. I mean, if someone said to me, <laughs> "You have to cut yourself." Um, you know, if if you if you do not retract that comment, we're going to kill you. I'm like, I'll retract the comment. I'll never tell the story again if you're going to threaten to kill me over it. You know, but yeah, um, sure, it, it does. You know, this. Uh, you know, these I things. These things happen. So many people have these uh, things that happen to unexplainable, them, unexplainable phenomenon. events. And you know, I can't propose to you know to any of those. I can't propose to even talk about any of those things. Those unexplained events. However. In the name of demons, people have done some amazing things, and I really Crazy like things. amazingly stupid things. Yeah, Hor- yeah. horrendous. In the yeah. name of God, people have done horrendous things for 
forever. Well, I mean, it was back a long time ago before people knew about uh, communicable disease, right? That they thought right. uh, demons were what were actually, you know, what we know now. It all sounds diseases. ludicrous to me, but, you know, I didn't have those experiences. Well, I can tell you I was driving home one night and I saw some uh, lit up eyes, uh, you know, on the side of the road that were way up high. And I was, you know, you know how I love the big Like as though it were an animal that were uh, yeah. reflecting your light. By the way, I'd, I'd like to point out to you, uh, monkeys and humans don't have reflective eyes when you uh, put uh, a flashlight uh-huh, in their face. Yeah. So that's important to notice. But Bigfoot this. would, you think? Um, people Isn't talk about eye shine human? and Bigfoot. But that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense no. at all. Um, so, like, you're you're 100 percent positive you saw reflective eyes, or yes, was it a hallucination? I am. Uh, I don't. I, that doesn't seem likely to me. I mean, I go out with a flashlight on a pretty regular basis. Now, you know, my thought of, since then has been, well, what's big enough to do that? I suppose a moose is big enough to do that. Mm. Do moose have eye shine? Yes, they do. So. I suppose, but you'd think you'd see the, you know. This was in Florida? No, it was right here. Oh, here in New Hampshire. Yeah, going home. Well, do you know that Bigfoot has, um, he has first, uh, uh, First Amendment rights here in New Hampshire? Excellent. Yeah, he's, he's allowed to film on. Oh, that Bigfoot. Yeah. Mount Monadnock and yeah. You're talking about a, a strange court case that came up a little yes, while ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, performance so, artist, right? So who knows? Maybe maybe Sasquatch was after you. There's Sasquatch. more to come here. Eight five five four fifty three. Maybe you Sacagawea. are somebody who believes in demons. If so, what do you do to get rid of them? Uh, this lady thought it was cutting, and apparently the well, I guess the sheriff's department didn't agree with that. She's sitting in jail cell now. But Mark, you asked a good question. Isn't that a legitimate religious uh, ritual to cut oneself? It's Free Talk Live. You can take control. There's a legendary piece of equipment in the radio world. It's the CC Radio 2. It has the best AM reception, bar none, thanks to their twin-coil ferrite AM antenna. It also has stellar FM reception, plus ham and weather. I recently got one. It's the nicest radio I've ever owned. If you're not familiar with the Sea crane Company, their products are lauded for their quality by experts the world over. I highly endorse the Sea crane Company. Get the CC Radio 2 at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. Talk live. You can bring up anything you want. All you have to do is dial in toll free. 855 450 free is the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Tonight, here with you, it's Ian, Michelle, and Mark. And of course, uh, you can take control. You can also uh, actually control the content of the website as well. You go there, submit things to it. So when you find something online that you think is interesting, you want to share with other listeners, you can do that. Uh, You submit it as show prep, and then other listeners can vote. You can vote as well. The most voted up, make it to the front page. And the top of the site, meaning more people will see what you think is interesting, including us here on the air. I actually submitted something today. You did. Normally, I consider it to be some submissions to me. But <laughs> I... <laughs> that is so funny. Mirror, I... mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? I, I am Marquez. I, I look in the mirror. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I decided I should take my advice because I often tell people... <laughs> Oh, hey, I should practice what I preach. <laughs> I should. I, I should think about it at least <laughs> every once in a while. Wow. And, 
you know, I, I should, you know, I was going to put something on my Facebook page to share this interesting cartoon about the yep. European debt crisis or something like that. So I went and decided, you yeah, know, I'm not going to put it on my Facebook page. I'm going to go get a bunch more people to see it over at freetalklive.com. So I, you know, loaded it up there. I don't know whether I've gotten Did any votes. Did you get any votes? I haven't. Would it tell me? You'd have to go back and look at it, I think. Well, it's not like I've got time to go back and check on these things. Oh, yet. you're so busy. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can have time for whatever you make time for. Mark. That's right. And I try to make time for things that I consider to be important. There right. you like Jack. That's, that's right. All right. So, of course, we'll take your calls about whatever's on your mind. Uh, in, in the news, uh, apparently, by the way, Mar- uh, coming up, Michelle's going to have an update on the New York City soda ban. Uh, apparently, they are now expanding the ban, or at least the proposal's being expanded. We'll talk about that. But first... Mark, you've got some numbers that I think, one number in particular uh, that I think is interesting to discuss. It surrounds the idea of secession. That is an idea that is near and dear to my heart. I think that uh, people need to really talk about this this concept. They really need to take it seriously. Look at it as an option for the future. Look at it as something that you really need to, to, uh, to do. I mean, why would anyone want to stay with the federal government? How about... We try out secession and try it on a peaceful basis this time. Don't fire any shots at any forts or military installations mm. or government people. Let's uh, let's do a peaceful secession movement and see how that goes. And actually, according to the numbers, Mark, it might go pretty well. Nearly one quarter of Americans believe that states have the right to secede, according to a recent poll from Rasmussen Reports. It's 24% up, get to seeing, up 10 percentage points in two years. Wow. Because I remember last time we talked about it, it was like 20%. It was apparently like 14%, uh-huh. according to Rasmussen. Um, so it's up 10 percentage points in two years. And That's huge. I, I don't know what could precipitate that. Certainly, the, the, the Republicans tend to get all hot under the collar when Democrats are in office. But two years ago, there was a Democrat in office still. True. So... You know, I don't know. And Republicans are actually on a victory path. They did pretty well in 2010. So, you know, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know what makes it happen. Um, and here they've got the picture here is the flag of the second Vermont Republic. Ah, um, excellent. And now that's by no means that's more of a left libertarian secession movement than it is anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so the latest poll is one of many that shows that Americans have serious and growing concern about the federal government, according to Scott Rasmussen. But it also shows that they're interested and in, in the ideas of of secession and they believe that that's uh you know something that you know 25 24 percent of people believe that that's something that you know is is viable um it's a phone survey and it's released um you know on sunday uh i guess it was a week ago sunday now that means nearly 60 percent 59 of americans say that they don't believe states have the right to secede and i'm really curious about that i'd love to sit down with somebody and talk to them about this belief that right. states don't have the right to secede really you entered i mean if you believe in the idea of state sovereignty well, well, I mean, you, uh, you believe entered this into is an agreement the united states yeah. right? which actually prior do you know who the first president of the united states was oh i think they said that it was uh, some guy named hansen well, there were 13 prior to George Washington right. because there was one each year as part of the Continental Congress. President of the Senate, right. Right. And so people go, no, 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 it's George Washington. Well, when did Washington become president? 1789, 1789. which yeah. is when the Constitution was ratified. So under the Articles of Confederation, the United States, it was a small U, yeah, a so capital a S. U. Yeah. And they 
got that big U and that big S in there through the Constitution, and but, that kind of changed everything. So The yeah. United States is a country. It is no, no longer a nation of 50 states. It's, it's not. The states ratifying the Constitution sort of put them into a club. But that's the suggestion is, is that you've, well, you've joined this club that... I mean, how you can, can't opt out of what any kind of club, what kind of organization, what kind of contract doesn't have some kind That's of crazy. exit clause? I mean, I, it would seem to me that if the equal, if an equal amount of uh, of citizens in that state voted to get out, and I don't know what the percentage was, probably two thirds voted to ratify the Constitution, as I understand, they threatened uh, Rhode Island because yes. um, you know because they didn't want to uh, sign, so they were going to embargo them or something like that. So, I mean, this shows you what a peaceful document this is, this uh, this Constitution. Um, you know, the, the same amount of people should be able to vote to get out. If you can get two-thirds of your citizens to vote to, to leave the, the, the United States, then, you know, you should be able to leave as far as I'm concerned. So I've got a, a version of this story here. It says uh, that Rasmussen says that growing to 24% still means that only one out of four Americans think states have the right to secede. It's not that they're advocating for it. So states do have rights or states don't have rights? I thought people have rights. Well, I, you and I don't think that states have rights. Right. Uh, but Scott Rasmussen has a different viewpoint than, uh, than you or I do. And so this is it through his prism that he's – his analysis of his own uh, survey here saying that, well, 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 people don't necessarily mean they want to secede. It's just that they would support the right to uh, pe- pe- to have others peaceably secede. And I think that's pretty important. I think that whether or not these 24 percent are, are avid secessionists or not – and I think he's probably right. They probably aren't. Uh, but uh, the fact that there's that much support right now today for secession I think is very valuable. The fact that it's going up over time is even more valuable because it shows that people are frustrated, I think, with uh, the, the status quo. And maybe they are realizing that this is a, is a possibility. I mean, a lot of people don't even know what secede means. Uh, and according to the question that was asked, it, the actual word wasn't used. Uh, secession was not used. The question was, do individual states have the right to leave the United States and form an independent country? That's a good way to phrase it. For, for the average person, it is. But like Michelle and I pointed out, we don't believe states have rights. So sure. technically, you know, it would be hard for us to answer that question. But given the circumstances, I think it would make sense to pick yes uh, just to help the, the survey. If somebody out. voluntarily uh, you know, collects themselves into a group and calls themselves a state, and then that state then that state has the same amount of rights that individuals have. And, and as far as I'm concerned, individuals have the right to secede from any union that they uh, opted into. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think states have a right in that way. However, you know, I, the, state, the state demands my fidelity. According to the survey, when asked to opine as to whether they thought a state would likely seek secession as a remedy within the next 25 years, 10% said affirmative that uh, that, that would be happening within the next 10 years. I, I Okay. <laughs> Seems unlikely to me. I think the federal government is going to spin, so? spin, spend itself into insolvency before you see a state leave the union. What do you think is going to happen then? Now, I, I, by the way, I do think well, it's all going to go to hell in a handbag, according think, to my grandma. I think you'll have uh, you know individual gr- areas because right now what you've got is this this mishmash of silly states stuck, uh, you know, with each other. Why in the world is Texas stuck with California? They they have nothing in common. 
And they don't want to be stuck in the same union with each other. So let Texas and let California go about their own ways. Let individual states choose this. You know, maybe New England would come together in, you know, some group in order. Because there's value. God, I hope not. There's value in big big nations. From really? A, what? Well, you just take a look on the... Take take a look at the effects of a large nations. I mean, they have they have bargaining power on the national international scale. They can build Volkswagens. <laughs> that what, that large. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who cares whether a nation has bargaining power? They're bargaining for terrible, destructive things. Like what? It's immoral. What value is there? There. There's no value to the marketplace. Whatsoever. They're able, they're able to force uh, you know good deals for in in, in the mar- international marketplace for themselves. To force good deals. You're talking about. So you're saying it's good for nations to be big for the nation's I'm sake. I'm not saying any not of for, that. Not for individual's sake. Because it sounds like you're taking the, si- the side of uh, centralization. It sounds like that's misunderstanding. You. More coming up here. Free Talk Live. Are you excited about Flaming Freedom's bigger gayer dance party at this year's Pork Fest? Oh, yeah. Well, you should be. There's going to be hopping dance music and a giant tent full of liberty lovers getting their gay on. By gay? Do you mean happy? Uh, d- sure, Claire. Super Gay Dre is bringing his elite team of drag queens led by Theo Lincia. There's going to be raffles for all kinds of prizes, as well as prizes for gayest costume, best drag queen, and best drag king. So get your ticket now for the insanely cheap price of just $5 at flamingfreedom.com slash dance party. Live, you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll free 855 450 free. The SACL CAI toll free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Get signed up for news updates. Follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, whichever method is uh, most appropriate for you. Go to news.freetalklive.com. That's where you can get signed up for free news.freetalklive.com. You can get um, this this legendary piece of equipment called the CC Radio 2. Um, you know, it's known all throughout the radio world as the best way to get AM reception. It's also got a great FM tuner. I've been uh, fiddling around with mine here recently. But it's... Fiddling around what? Fiddling around with uh, the, the... You said that as you grabbed your crotch, dude. Uh, what do you want from me? Yeah. It's a uh, twin coil ferrite AM antenna uh, on it uh, in order to get the best reception. And it's one of the nicest radios I've ever owned. You, uh, it, when you order your CC radio too, and I recommend that you do, you can get a free flashlight um, by going to ccrane uh, cc com. It's uh, the CC radio too. Just go to ccrane.com or you can call them at 800-522-8863. It's 800-522-8863, ccrane.com. And uh, when you are checking out, mention Free Talk Live. There's a little pull-down menu, you get radio, and then you can, you know, where did you hear about it? Uh, free Talk Live. And they'll give you a free flashlight when you check out. At, or actually, in the box when they send it to you. Ccrane.com. Great. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So we're talking about the 24% of Americans that have uh, been found in a recent Rasmussen poll to support the idea of secession, uh, to support the concept, uh, the question that was asked, do individual states have the right to leave the United States and form an independent country? Now, apparently there was, what is it, Mark, you said 59% that opposed this? That's correct. And so there are approximately 16% that are undecided on the issue. So a number Interesting. Of, right, a number I don't people. know. <laughs> I guess uh, it's probably the best answer, really, right, right? Well, I mean, how many people have really thought about this? I mean, sure, everybody learned about secession maybe once during the Civil War discussion in high school. But Seemed it, like that went pretty poorly, right? 
But it's presented in such a way that it's, oh, yeah, it was the slave owners who all wanted to secede so they could have slaves. As yeah. though that were the only reason. And that would be a terrible. I wouldn't support that as a, I mean, you know, whatever. But no, that, was not, that was not the single criterion it, for wanting it, to there, secede. Yeah, there were intolerable taxes, but slavery was, you know, part of the, the formula, too, no doubt. Sure it was. But I think this is important, and I'm glad to see that the numbers are going up. Uh, in fact, uh, it's gone up quite a bit over the last, just the last couple of years, the idea that uh, secession is a viable concept uh, in people's minds. And I think it's so important to talk about secession. It's important to have this conversation, not just on the radio waves as we do from time to time, but also to have it at the dinner table with your loved ones, with uh, you know coworkers around the water cooler, uh, wherever you can, so you know, write a letter to the editor, uh, contact you know local uh, politicians about it, get the conversation started. Ask politicians, hey, it's it's the political season. This is a good chance, good opportunity to start asking questions about this in public. Start asking about secession. Now, of course, no politician is going to go out on that limb and, and support secession. It seems very. You don't unlikely. have to support it. But just asking, you know, do you think a state has the right to do it, I think is uh, the first question to to ask, because that seems like an obvious one to me. If a state can opt into the union, it should be able to opt out of the union and how, probably by the same standard. How about um, I think that if I have that discussion with someone, I'm going to say instead, do you think that the people who live in a state have the right to vote to secede as opposed to does a state have a right? Fine. Yeah. That's going to be my method of according to rasmussen over half of americans 51 percent, continue to believe the government is more of a threat to individual rights than a protector of them i can't even believe it's that low 51 (laughs) percent. i think that's uh, really heartening that uh, 49 percent of the american public believe that the government is a larger threat to their liberties than it is a protector of them you've got it wrong it's 51 percent believe that uh, the government is more of a threat to individual rights oh so you're talking about more than half that's correct just wow Further evidence of the erosion of trust in government was found in the fact that only 34% of adults in this country regard the federal government more as a protector of individual rights. So one in three believe the government is protecting your 31%? rights. 31%? 34%. 34%. So then, then the other people are like, I don't know. Well, no. Presumably the other people would uh, believe that the government is not a protector of individual rights. Okay. So there's, there's a person, there's a number between uh, 51% and then you, what'd you say? 34%. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, no, I mean, it seems like uh, 51% believe the government is more of a threat to individual rights than a protector of them. And then the other one seemed to be a different question where 34% regard the federal government as more, more as a protector. Of, I guess you're right. Maybe that was from the same 15% question. 15% of them said, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So there you go. Uh, so uh, your thoughts are certainly welcome here if you'd like to add them into the mix. How you feel about secession, 855-450-FREE. Isn't it about time to really start this conversation if you haven't been having it with people? I don't think it's crazy. I, it doesn't. It's not a radical – I mean, I guess it is radical, but it's, I don't think I don't it's crazy. Know, I, you know, I think a person – generally, I think if you were to ask people this, if I – wanted to uh you know secede as it were from you know the state the federal government the municipality whatever it is do you think i have the right to if i don't want their roads and 
Yeah, people say, and, yes, you do. You leave the country. That's what they say to me anyway. Well, I own the property, though. I mean, like, I bought it. Somebody told me I own this property. Shouldn't I be able to stop paying their taxes in order to, uh, you know, you know, somebody out there can sustain themselves on their property? I can't do it. But I would certainly like to be able to negotiate with these people on, hey, you know, 70% of my taxes go to pay for a school that I'm not sending my kid to and wouldn't. If I had, you know, like wouldn't unless I unless you were threatening my life. Um, So I would prefer not to pay that. I also don't drive on any of your town roads unless I'm going to your town in order to pay your taxes or whatever. So I would prefer not to pay that. But I'll be willing to pay a toll every time I get on one. Heck, I'd be pleased if it was just the, uh, the just the school taxes, mind you. Um, you know, I'll go ahead and pay for the uh, the fire department just because I think those are some nice guys over there. But, you know, whatever. I'd like to be able to pick and choose. I'm not, I don't have anybody buried in these uh, graveyards. Why am I maintaining them? You know what I'd like to ask if I were writing up the questions for Rasmussen regarding uh, secession? I think a good question would be something to the effect of, if you knew the federal government wouldn't respond with violence, would you support secession? Because I think there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of people right. out there who are afraid of the yeah. idea of secession. Like, you know, somewhere inside, they wish they could get the government off their back. They hate the IRS. I mean, who likes the IRS? Uh, they don't like what the government – maybe they like some of what the federal government does, but they don't like a lot of what it does. Uh, they don't appreciate it, whether it's Republican or Democrat in there, and they're fed up. They want some change. They know they're not getting it from the system. They know they're not going to be able to vote change uh, into the system. They're fed up, and they would support secession – but they're afraid because they know how violent the feds have been. They know how violent they are to people that don't pay taxes. They know how violent they are to people in other countries. And they know what happened in the Civil War. So there's all this looming violence out there as a possibility for their lives. And their lives are relatively peaceful in comparison to how violent they could be. They don't want to bring any of that violence about. So I wonder what the numbers would be like. I mean, what would the difference be? If you if you ask just a general question about would you support uh, you know peaceful secession movement versus if you knew that you wouldn't be uh, attacked by the feds, would you then support secession? It probably would be a different number. Yeah, 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. You can share your thoughts, bring up whatever's on your mind, and take control of the airwaves. Do you oppose secession? If, uh, if so, let us know. It's Free Talk Live. Tired of that same old government-free baklava from Madrick? How about trying Stateless Sweets government-free fudged caramel? Stateless Sweets are made with real ingredients and prepared fresh for delivery to your home. Order them as a gift, a well-deserved decadent treat for yourself, or catered for your next event. Go to statelesssweets.com. That's statelesssweets.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll-free number here, 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. And and those features include archives that go all the way back to late 2006. You can click and download as many episodes as you like. Go ahead. 
try it out. It's all free over at freetalklive.com. And joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Michelle. And Mark. Phone lines brought to you by SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. The principal over there, Jason Osborne, is a big supporter of Free Talk Live and wants to rem- remind you to, uh, every week, share your favorite episode of Free Talk Live with your friends on Twitter or Facebook. It's a great way to uh, get the you know get the show out there to more ears. And that's what we're trying to do. It's uh, SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top on the right-hand side of the page. All right. So to the phones, to the fun, your calls, your thoughts. Mike listening in Wyoming on the road to XM Satellite Radio. Hey, Mike. Hey, Ian. I was wondering, um, I've listened many times to your um, advertisement for the Bitcoin. Yes, sir. And I've thought about it, and I'm trying to figure out how that exactly works. If I have to put Federal Reserve notes into an account in order to utilize the Bitcoins, how is that actually getting away from using uh, FRNs as a currency. I don't understand it, really. I was wondering if you could explain a little more detail. Okay, so I don't know exactly what happens, but you basically you deposit money in a bank or you can even 7-Elevens, all kinds of, and you're making a money transfer. You're purchasing another currency with your Federal Reserve notes. And then... In the same way that if you buy, uh, you know, loonies and toonies from Canada, you don't have your Federal Reserve notes anymore after the Or if you buy gold and silver. And then you do business in the uh, Bitcoins. Um, you know, your your amount of dollars don't doesn't really rise and fall except for against the currency. So if you say say you bought some you know loonies and toonies from from Canada and the value of them changed and then you decided to buy you decided to sell because you you know they were worth more dollars or whatever and you thought that was a good idea that would that would be the way that it would but you don't really have money against your bitcoins in a bank account someplace. Oh okay. I I kind of see what you're saying. It's um you know, I'm all for a different kind of currency. It's such a, the Federal Reserve is such a fraud. And I, my wife and I, every payday, we make it a habit of going to the coin shop and we buy maybe twenty or thirty dollars worth of pre sixty four nickels and I mean uh, dimes and quarters and half dollars. Mm-hmm. And if you just want, you know, sometimes I put them in my hand and I'll I'll pick a uh, scoop them up and I'll feel them and it, and I you actually I say to myself, wow, this is. This is real money. I mean, if people ever held silver, like silver coins, it's it's just it's it's kind of a neat thing to know that you're holding it something that has real actual value. Agreed, completely. And I'm not going to sit here and diss silver because I've got a bunch of it. Um, you know, I mean, I've bought, I have more silver than I have Bitcoin. I have more silver than I have Bitcoins too. It's because I use Bitcoins. I mean, I buy and sell things with them. And the difference for me is, is if somebody I want, hoard it all. Somebody wants to buy. <laughs> there you go. What is it? It's, it's uh, Dresham's law. Dresham's law. Um, and you can look that up. <laughs> so I, you know, when I, um, you know, have the when people want to buy ads, say from uh, Free Talk Live, many people want to use alternative currencies, and we take them all basically. So uh, if, I don't think we take them all. Okay. Well, we take we take some. We take silver currency. and we take bitcoins, and those are basically the ones we talk about here. Yeah. So if people want to use silver, that's fine. But you know, then you're talking about the shipping on getting. I don't know. It depends on how much uh, they're. You know, one guy bought six thousand dollars worth of ads with two platinum coins one time, and okay. But he had to pay for the shipping to get them there. So if you're talking about a $500 buy, how much is the shipping on that much silver, that kind of thing. And it's confusing. It confuses the situation. Whereas with Bitcoins, if I say, you know, it's $500 worth of Bitcoins and they say, 
Okay, so they do the calculation. They find out how much five hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin it is, down to the you know ten thousandth of the Bitcoin because it's uh, divisible as far as you want to go, as far as zeros go. And they send it to me. Then I split it with Ian, and the tra- transaction's done. No one paid a fee on it or anything. That's neat. I think I think I'm going to give it a try. I buy all my my books. Uh, I buy several books a month, and I always get them through your portal on your your Amazon. Thanks for that. That way, but yeah, and I'm I. I just wanted to say it's really a neat thing when you when you pour those coins from one hand to it another is. the way they make a different sound. You know oh yeah. I mean? Anyway, that's all I had to say. They feel different. They're just the texture of them feels different than the pot metal coins that you get these days, and uh, they they make a different no- noise and they feel different in your hand. The weight. Yeah, it's money, man. It is, <laughs> and people can tell. You're right. When uh, I remember, because I used to be a Liberty Dollar uh, associate back in the day. Liberty Dollars are now. Uh, out of business, they are attempting to put the proprietor of the Liberty Dollar, Bernard von Nothaus, in a prison cell for something like 23 years for basically creating the most popular alternative currency to the U.S. dollar. Uh, we've yet to actually hear what the sentencing will be. He's still awaiting They're just dragging their feet on it. Not that I'm that wanting charge. them to hurry up or anything. It's just yeah. weird. They're, I mean, he's gonna. He's he's looking at a death sentence. The man is already in his sixties, so essentially, the, you know, he's looking at dying. Maybe in he'll prison. go to Israel and join Julian Heichlin. Wouldn't be a bad idea mm-hmm. at this point. Not although us. I don't know if he's. Mm. I don't know if he's Jewish, and I think that's why uh, Julian went there. But either way, uh, I think it's really important to get these alternative currencies out there. But I remember when I was uh, doing the Liberty Dollar thing, people know. I mean, it's shiny, it's pretty, it's silver, and it, like you said, that sound is really distinct. My, my experience in, in using the Liberty Dollar when I would uh, buy and sell is that – you know, and I I took up your uh, idea of leaving a business card whenever I used it, just in mm-hmm. case it screwed up the drawer or something like that. Somebody didn't understand, but pretty much everybody, every cashier bought it immediately and stuck it in their pocket. Yeah, just because they look yeah. great. Hey, Mike, thanks right, for sharing thank tonight. Anything else on your mind? I just wanted to say, keep up the good work and long live the republic. I don't know about uh, Long Live uh, Republic, but uh, thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. I understand the sentiment. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just for those of you who don't know, you can go to weusecoins.org. Maybe you need a real briefing on what the Liberty Dollar is. Uh, this is the place to go, weusecoins.org. There's a nice, what, minute, 44-second video yeah, there. Yeah, it's pretty short. going to give you an overview, and there's more detail on the site. And, yeah, and, and, and you know, I'm glad we had the opportunity to explain it, because when you go to bitinstant.com, you buy bitcoins. So you can go to Bank of America or any other, you know, a whole bunch of outlets across the United States and, frankly, the world. Um, you know, the, you can. I've, I've been watching transactions on a map where you can see on the globe where they're coming from, and they're coming from really? all over the world. Wait, is this just from BitInstant or everywhere? Oh no, it it it's from everywhere. Um, you know, it's one Neat. of these these the Bitcoin people are you know they're crypto uh, hacker they're guys. total programming geeks. Yeah, and so it's neat to see that kind of stuff. But BitInstant.com. What's the map site? Do you know it? <sighs> I don't. I thought it was interesting. Okay. I kept it up and. Um, um, you know, refreshed it a few times. It was a couple. It was uh, yesterday or the day before, and you know, it was really neat to see. But I, I didn't see how it was benefiting me. Okay, in the long so run. that's like a that's like a joke. Oh, I heard this funny story, and I can't remember what it is, but it was really funny. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. Great. I could research it and try to come up with it if you want. But anyway, when you go to bitinstant.com and you deposit cash in any major bank, you're buying bitcoins. That's what's happening. So it's bitinstant.com. Yeah, and uh, for those that don't know, it is essentially a digital currency. It is, uh, it's not created by the government anywhere. It is not created by a corporation. It's an open source project, and these open source geek programmers have come up <laughs> with a brilliant 
basically undefeatable uh, concept that is completely distributed. It is a peer-to-peer software. So there are millions of little uh, points within their network. There's no way the government can take this thing offline. It is uncrackable, even though it's open source. And it's brilliant. I mean, the, the guys that are doing this stuff, Mark, you and I had dinner with some of them uh, at the Liberty Forum. And th- there's no doubt these people know what the hell they're doing when yeah. it comes to programming and, and security. And bullish on bitcoins. Yeah. I mean, and I, you know, they showed, showed me what this, this uh, uh, graph of acceptance or something like that. And bitcoins is actually mapping the graph. And what it basically says is that, you know, the expectation is is that over time, Bitcoins will become more and more valuable. They're getting used in more and more places. So that's only going to drive up the value because demand is going up. They were above five bucks when I last looked at them. They're over six. Over six now. Yeah. Well, they were over six sometime at some point today. One of the things about Bitcoins is they're constantly changing. There's no market close time for Bitcoin. Uh, so if a Bitcoin is X now, it could be completely different at three in the morning. So you Right. Like that. other commodities. Yep, 855-450-3. I got a 597 at this moment. 1-855-450-3733. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts. Coming up, the coup in Egypt. Things aren't looking good out that way. Plus, the latest on the New York City soft drink ban. Apparently, it might be expanded. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Talk Live. Toll-free number here, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features you can find there. Lots of different stuff. You can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners. You can become a Free Talk Live amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com and you'll get some perks if you become an amplifier. You get access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only forum, podcast, and more. But there really wasn't there weren't very many perks that we could really put behind, you know, any sort of amp paywall. I mean, it's not really it's not really even a paywall. Uh, but we tried to come up with some unique things the amplifiers could have, considering that everything on the website's free. So when you go to freetalklive.com, the webcam's there. It's right out in the open. All the features of the site, bulletin board system, everything there, right out in the open. You can just use it. There's no, uh, you know, there's no fee to get into that stuff. So we tried to sweeten the deal with the AMP program because really the idea behind AMP is to help Free Talk Live propagate, uh, to help this program and the ideas that are contained uh, within the program to get on more radio stations around the country so more people can hear about the ideas of liberty and alternative currencies like the bitcoin we're talking about here tonight and we're not just excited about bitcoins because they you know, somebody is sponsoring a bitcoin ad on this program because again there's no bitcoin corporation it's not like bitcoin came to us it's somebody who's really a fanatic about bitcoin who was willing to put money behind the idea just to simply promote the idea he doesn't benefit anything directly i don't think from people getting interested in bitcoins so uh so that's why uh, bitcoins are being promoted as heavily as they are in this program uh but i i've been using bitcoins uh, and i am am happy with my transactions i like alternative currencies um and what i did when I looked at it was, you know, what makes gold valuable um, and silver? 
And, you know, it's people it's like them. Difficult they're useful. To, right. You know, it's, they're in demand. And there's some scarcity there. Scarcity. You know? They're difficult to replicate. Um, so, you know, if you can get people to use bitcoins and they are certainly darn difficult to replicate, uh, you know, much far more difficult to replicate than uh, dollar bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know how it, it's darn difficult to replicate gold and silver, too. So you can't counterfeit these things. And right. but, you know, they're transportable. Their their biggest downfall is transportability, whereas bitcoins have those. And I just kind of looked at the features as currency of silver and gold, which of which I am a fan on local transactions right. and bitcoins and uh, you know bitcoins basically fits all the criteria that I was looking for uh, yeah. plus transportability you're absolutely right for for hand to hand person to person transactions in my opinion gold and silver are the best option for alternative currencies bitcoins hands down are the best option for anything where the person's not you know across the town or something like that if you've got to deal with doing a transaction with somebody somewhere else bitcoin makes it easy and no fees involved, whereas, like you were saying before, if you're going to do gold and silver over a distance, now you're paying for shipping, you're hoping the mail doesn't lose it. Uh, you know, When you're sending gold and silver through the mail, it's usually being sent through some sort of shipping service, and if, that's, if it's gone, good luck getting a, a refund. Yeah. So Back when I was a kid, um, you know, the Vietnam War was going on, and uh, there, were, there were families that were coming over from South Vietnam that were fleeing, and... Um, this one family, my mom was a social worker, so she would help these families, um, you know, find homes and relocate or whatever. And and this uh, one particular family had been very, very wealthy in South Vietnam. And um, not that it really meant anything over here, but when they were le- fleeing the country, they had what was on their backs. Mm. And then they brought this chest of money. And they showed it to me because they thought that it, they would be able to exchange it. You know, they they took everything they could out of their bank accounts or whatever, and they collected Vietnamese all their, drachmas or whatever they were. Yeah, and it was just a whole big chest full of chest. paper, yeah. worthless paper, worthless. Mm-hmm. And at that, I mean, so I was like, I don't know, maybe eight years old or whatever. And so that kind of that image stuck in my mind, you know, like mm. how is that any different from Monopoly money? And I didn't really understand what I was thinking at the time, but mm-hmm. really it isn't any yeah. different than Monopoly money. Try explaining that one to a kid. Yeah. Well, son, the government prints this instead of Mattel or Hasbro or whoever <laughs> mm-hmm. it is that manufactures that game. Let's go to Drew listening in Tucson. Drew, you're on Free Talk Live Parker at the Brothers? end. Oh. Michelle and Mark. Well, hello, everybody. I, is, I this dime card, is this Dime Card Drew? Oh, is that is that like a nickname for me? I now? just I just came up with it. Isn't that <laughs> <It's> clever? <laughs> dime car Drew. That's as bad as like dime bag Daryl or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a spinoff of that. That's terrible. Uh, real quick, Mark, the uh, website is uh, the bitcointrader.com dot com for that interactive map. There's another yeah, one at uh, it was blockchain dot com slash blockchain dot info right. What, I don't know. You you've got it there. I oh, already shut it? it down. It was plugging. It was grandma. My, <laughs> my computer can't handle it. <laughs> Well, nonetheless, it's really neat to look at the map that I'm yes. looking at anyway. And yeah, it, it, this one even says live updating of Bitcoins. It said something about um, watch and listen. So I'm not sure if it's going to start talking to me soon. But um, anyway, it so was, that was just one night it was, it was pinging at me, and our listeners heard it uh, throughout the break. We're uh, trying to figure out what all what the noise was noise? coming through our headphones, and it was this blockchain.info slash what was it? What map? Uh, Interactive map or something? Anyway, I already closed it down, Mark. So what were you calling about tonight, Drew? Well, I, I'm pretty excited about bitcoins. Uh, as as pointed out, I'm, I'm a silver buff myself, and I kind of have the silver bug. But uh, 
I've recently thought that, uh, or really come around to the idea of Bitcoin and thought that it, it really is pretty solid uh, currency and uh, it has a lot of advantages, like you mentioned, the mailing. And uh, so What I, was I really it that sold to... you on it? I mean, so when you say you come around to it, what was it that sold you? I, I, see, I've always understood that the core concept and thought it was pretty neat, the open source nature of the blockchain itself. Yeah. Uh, but I guess what really convinced me was to know that so many, especially liberty-minded people, are getting behind it, and, and you mentioned these, these nerdy programmers that, that are doing a lot of really cool stuff to see that there's a community behind it and that, it, it, you know, that, that to me gives it legs and gives it wings and gives it you know, some sort of uh, validation in my mind. Because, and everybody that I saw that was into Bitcoins would be people that I would you know, consider to be greater minds, you know, like these really smart people. Smart were. people smarter than you. It's what it felt like, right? It, at least in certain areas. I mean, you know, the, the obviously, I am the one to rule over them. But they... <laughs> God. We they, do need to get you up there on the stage with Andy Dean next year. <laughs> Talkers oh convention. <laughs> they, you know, these these people are really smart, and then they're you know talking about this, and they don't think this thing's hackable, and that really what is really what makes it uh, a big deal. Because once you create something that the government can't hack, and the people can use to transfer money around the world, it's going to change the world. Well, what, who was it that said it? Was it Rothschild, uh, one of those bankers? It said, mm-hmm. you know, he who controls the money controls everything. Essentially, I mean, right? I care not about taxes or governments. Uh, give me control of uh, the monetary system, and I will rule the world, or something like. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like this because from what I understand, and please someone correct me if I'm wrong on this because my knowledge is very limited, but it's my understanding that you can go in to any bank with some sort of number that you, you know, a link or something or another that you get off of your Bitcoin account right. website thingy. And, um, and all you have to do is show some kind of picture ID, which oh, could be a passport. To, I don't think you had to show any ID. I didn't show any you ID. do what? D- deposit to, cash to, well i want to see it i want to be able to withdraw oh i don't know i would imagine you'd have to do something to withdraw right but you don't have to have an actual bank account there couldn't say which to do withdraw what to withdraw money to exchange bitcoins for frns or something like that um, my wife has gotten all the uh done all the exchanging she has uh, changed bitcoins into cash mm-hmm. um because you know we get a lot of them. how does she do it i don't know I, I don't get to touch cash anymore i haven't touched cash in years <laughs> so i uh, you know that doesn't really happen for me I thought they just cut you a check from uh, these various different organizations, but I don't know either. I've never had to do that, like I said. The I reason the why, things. though, it's a big deal to me is because, as I keep t- mentioning to people, my sons don't have social security numbers, so consequently they can't get bank accounts. Mm. And they want to be able to, you know, the two things that my son Omar is looking for right now is the ability to drive legally in the state of New Hampshire so that he can just be left alone to go to and from the place he wants to go to, and also to be able to... Um, you know, send and receive money or whatever like that. And Bitcoins, if in fact you don't need to have an actual account, would solve his problem. Well, according to BitInstant.com, you can go to Western Union locations. Is that right? It's 7-Elevens. So there are different places you can go if you don't have a bank to put oh, cash into a tournament of Bitcoins. Now, Drew, uh, you are with us here, and I know you're getting ready to head on up here for the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Uh, so what are you up to? I'm packing and all that sort of stressful travel stuff, but I'm I'm really uh, excited about it. Uh, Aren't you moving be... a vending machine from Arizona to New Hampshire? Uh, the vending machine is en route right now as we speak outside of Toledo, Ohio, on the backside of a, uh, a trailer being towed by uh, uh, Ernest Hancock as we speak. Oh, Ernie's got it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we made him do it because, you know, he's the responsible middle-aged guy. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Nonetheless, yes, uh, all the 
all the trinkets and trash that come along with uh, some of the vending and stuff that we do with Freedom's Phoenix is en route, and uh, the rest of the guys and gals and, and us from Arizona will be getting on planes and uh, flying out, and I look forward to a, another awesome summer in Lancaster. I, I really am looking forward to this. And You guys are going to actually the, set up this vending machine at the Porcupine Freedom Festival and literally have silver available to the uh, you know, patrons there at the Porcupine Freedom Festival around the clock. Is that correct? As easy as buying a bag of Doritos. That is awesome. I don't know if you want to tell us more about what your plans are, because I think it's pretty interesting. You can hang on if you do. Uh, 855-453, the SACL CAI toll free line as we approach the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2012. It's Free Talk Live. Do you ever have connectivity problems due to poor Wi-Fi reception? I have an amazing solution for you. C-Crane's Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. It can provide connectivity for up to a mile. We're using it at my house, and I can't describe it as anything but stunning. This antenna will change your life. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are the best. I highly endorse the C-Crane Company. Get your Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. The toll-free number for you, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. You can enjoy those. You can actually go and control the content of the website by submitting things to it. So you find something online you think is interesting, submit it as show prep at freetalklive.com. It'll then be voted upon, and the votes uh, will determine where it shows up on our site. It's If it gets enough, it will be on the front page and at the top over at freetalklive.com. Great way to interact with other Free Talk Live listeners, freetalklive.com. As we continue here with you and your thoughts, Drew is with us from don'ttreadonmeme.com. Don'ttreadonmeme.com. Uh, you have been involved now for a little while, Drew, with uh, the, the alternative currency world, uh, specifically silver. And what you've been excited about, and I, I can see good reason for it, is the silver dimes. One of our callers was talking about them earlier tonight. The pre-1964 dimes are 90% silver. These days, it's a bunch of junk metal uh, that's being used for the the, the dimes it's not worth uh, ju- it's not worth anything uh, dime but uh, previous to 1964 those dimes are worth something so you have been uh, doing something unique with them what, why don't you tell our audience what they are uh, sure well there's there's a number of uh, pre 1965 coins uh, that have silver in them but one of the reasons we focus on the dime is it makes a uh, a great example of inflation why is a 10 cent piece now worth over two dollars and so we take that piece into keep it separated. We've laminated into a business card, a credit card size uh, card with a plastic sleeve over it. Mm-hmm. Have some information on the back that'll explain at various price points what is that dime actually worth with the given spot price. And the front side's got some beautiful art, different uh, organizations and logos and causes and such that we can promote that way. And we sell it as an educational tool. Uh, if people want to invest, we're probably not uh, the people to come to, but we're certainly trying to spread a meme. That's where the name comes from, uh, Don't Tread on Meme. Uh, we're trying to spread this sort of idea that people can carry physical silver. They can trade silver if they so choose to. Or they come across the transaction, and it's beneficial for both parties to use silver. Then this is a small amount that's good for, say, a cup of coffee. And 
Porkfest is probably the greatest example of this open marketplace that we've found to date, and that's why we enjoy coming and sharing this project with everybody because this is already happening. This is it happened. You had the dime cards long. last year at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Is that right? That's correct. It was kind of the first year we, we brought them and had them, and we had them for maybe six months prior, but we knew that Porkfest would be the best place to show them off. And what was the response like from folks at Porkfest? I'm sorry? What was the response like uh, from folks at Porkfest to the dime cards? It, it was very positive. Uh, one thing that, that frustrated us a bit was that people were only willing to accept them at the melt value. Uh, we like to believe that they're worth something more. There's a bit of subjective value theory that comes into play here. Uh, my time and my labor is involved in this. Uh, there's some pretty artwork and a brand that you might identify with. So subjectively, it could be valued at much different prices, and that's something that we're going to try to emphasize this year. You mentioned the, Because the it's vendors. an educational piece as opposed to just being currency. I mean, I, I understand. Well, that's one reason it's valuable, but it's also valuable because uh, time has been put into making it a usable piece. For instance, if I just hand somebody a dime and I tell them, it's, there's, hey, there's silver in that dime. You know, they may not necessarily believe me, but if yes, the dime but has... But I will. Right, but I'm talking about you're trying to educate new people, right? So That's why uh, it's an educational piece. Right, so there's value in that, but it's also value in that it's usable in a way that a standard dime would not be usable because it's an educational piece. And it took time and it took materials, it took effort to turn it into that by uh, you know the time it took for you to put that into the, the dime card casing uh, that you guys have created for it to print out whatever it is that uh, the design is that's going to be behind the dime. There's lots of different themes that you guys have. And they look great, uh, by the way. But you know that that stuff. That there's effort involved in that. And when you take something that's you know that is normal and you set it apart from uh, the norm, then I think that's worth something. So I agree with you uh, that that people need to understand. It was the same thing with the Liberty Dollar as well. The Liberty Dollar was always priced well above spot, but that's because there was a special you know there was minting involved. You know you didn't just have a hunk of silver. You have a usable uh, product that is uh, hopefully more valuable than an average uh, chunk of unvarnished, uh, unpolished silver well and and i'll just say that you know there's there's a number of projects coming together this year at Porkfest. uh you mentioned the vending machine but we'll also have uh our our dome it's a, our tent at our campsite 34 or 35 i think uh we'll be able to have multiple vendors of different types of currency so ron from shire silver will be participating and he'll have a window where you could buy his cards we'll have a window where you can buy our cards and Matt, uh, the agorist alchemist who sells copper rounds and does an interesting project with copper, he'll, he'll be there selling his, his rounds. So we don't want to call it a bank because banks are overrated, but we'll have some sort of exchange mm-hmm. and try to just continue to educate people as to why they might want to use physical coins in day-to-day transactions. You know, it's been said that if you did one transaction a month in silver, you know, you're reducing your dependency on the Federal Reserve, and that's, I think, a step in the right direction. So we're just trying to educate and facilitate those, those processes. That's cool, man. And folks can go to DontTreadOnMeme.com to learn more about what you're up to, or come on out to the Porcupine Freedom Festival and uh, look for the vending machine full of silver. I'm sure you or somebody else who's associated with the project will be nearby. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing everybody. Drew, uh, and I heard you're coming out a little bit early. Maybe come to see us in Keene for a free Keene Fest this weekend? There's there's a plan to uh, to show up at Free Keen, uh, this the festival you're having there. I'm, I'm not I don't have all the details. Maybe you could tell me about it, but I I know it's Saturday from one to five, and I will be in town at that time.
Excellent. That sounds about right. And it'll be right in downtown uh, Keene. And there are always things to do outside of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. You know, some people want to come up here and spend the whole week up at uh, the campsite. But then, you know, that doesn't give you enough time to go around and see New Hampshire. So some people will stay in for a few extra days afterward or come out a few days beforehand uh, with the excuse then that they've got a little bit of extra time. They can then go kind of tour around the state. And so it's always nice to have a few things to do, uh, for instance, here in Keene or in other places uh, for folks to come on board with. So, for instance, before Pork Fest. Uh, we've of course got the uh, the, the free Keen Fest that's happening on Saturday. Uh, then there's also the Tom Ball Memorial, which is happening tomorrow afternoon. For those that don't recall, it was last year on the 15th of June, uh, so about a year ago now, that a man lit himself on fire in front of the courthouse, uh, self-immolated, uh, died. Basically, because the court system is screwing people over, it was screwing him and uh, and For his custody. family over. Yeah. yeah, it was a custody situation, and so it's going to be the first year anniversary of uh, of his self immolation. So there's going to be a number of people uh, protesting that and memorializing that tomorrow. So it's actually going to be a pretty busy weekend uh, up here in Keene. I don't know what's going on in the rest of the state. I'm sure there's something happening, but I wouldn't be able to tell you where to find out more information about it. I can tell you, you can go to uh, freekeen.com to learn more about what's happening here, and there's a calendar of events there that might be useful. Anyway, Drew, look forward to seeing you. Thanks for the call tonight. Don'ttreadonmeme.com is his website. 855-450-FREE. Another great site, statelesssweets.com. Jillian is on the line with us. Fresh from the jail cell. (laughs) Welcome to Free Talk Live. Yes, I am. Hi, thank you. You're a criminal. I am. Jailbird. Supposed alleged criminal. Yes, I am. We were talking with Uh, our listeners about uh, what had happened. And for those that, that weren't tuned in over the last night, uh, you have been picked up while you were on your way to the Porcupine Freedom Festival in Texas for what I heard was a bull pack of, uh, of cannabis. So what can you tell us about your story? Sure. Um, well, I have been charged with a third-degree felony for... Um, a what? For a third-degree felony? Good Lord. Right, a third-degree felony. Is third-degree uh, worse than a first-degree? No. Possession of hashish. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man, they got the hash... Damn. <laughs> they allegedly. They allegedly. <laughs> they got something they believe to be hash. Uh, sure, yes. Looks like mud. So wait, so it was uh, it was just one felony charge or more than one? Um, I believe that I'm facing, you know, just a ticket as well for, um, I guess, you know, having uh, cannabis in my car, allegedly having cannabis in my car as well, mm-hmm. along with um, paraphernalia. Um, so I have... Uh, I think I just have a ticket for that. I'm not sure if they're going to be pressing, you know, is it going to be an estimator or anything? I'm not sure about the laws yet. I haven't. Been How able did you to get really picked up? Was it a, my computer yet. were you pulled over for a speeding ticket or like what was the thing? Great question. Um, I was actually coming around the mountain and uh, there's a nice border patrol set up right there. They have a drug sniffing um, dog. Internal uh, checkpoint. Jillian, I'd like you to stick with us. Can you hang on for a bit? Yes, All right, we're going to bring back Jillian uh, Batty. She is the proprietor of Stateless Sweets. And girl can make some great sweets. She was on her way to uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and I wonder if the cops stole her sweets, too. I bet they did. Mm. 855 This looks uh, like contraband to me. Suspicious. More coming up. Uh, 855-453-FREE. This is Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? 
ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want via the toll-free number at 855-453-SACL-CAI Sacl CAI toll-free line. That allows you to call in and take control of the airwaves. Here with you tonight, it's Ian, Michelle, and Mark. We invite you to our website over at freetalklive.com. We have the Shrine of Female listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of the program. Shrine.freetalklive.com will get you there. Details are there as to how you can get on the Shrine. Or you can just look at it, shrine.freetalklive.com. Also, planeboards.com. You need to know about them, P-L-A-I-N, planeboards.com. Maybe you run your own website. Perhaps you're a blogger. And maybe you'd like to have an anonymous, free-to-use message board on your site. No more of that privacy-invading message board stuff where you got to fill out information to post things. Planeboards is all about Get rid of that stuff. You can just go to plainboards.com, type in the name of the board you want to start up, and it's there for you. It's created literally as soon as you click the go button. I mean, it's right there. That quick. Uh, so go to plainboards.com. It's free, and it's yours if you claim it. So go now and claim yours because you know once one name is claimed, then you can't use the same name twice, obviously. Or you can't use somebody else's name if they've already uh, come and used that name prior to you. So go to plainboards.com, lock down uh, your board name and put it on your website or just share it privately amongst uh, a few friends. Maybe you just would rather have something that's more intimate rather than something that uh, members of the public can access. You can do that too with uh, plainboards.com. So once again, P-L-A-I-N-B-O-A-R-D-S dot com. It is totally free. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Jillian Batty is with us. She's calling from Texas. And uh, you were arrested. Was it Wednesday? No, was it Tuesday night? When did this go down, uh, Jillian? You got it to- was, uh, yeah, it was actually uh, Tuesday. I believe it was around 2 p.m. Uh, now, I had heard that you were yeah. driving from your home in California to the Porcupine Freedom Festival, but that you were going through Texas because you were to pick up your son. Had you picked him up yep. at this point? No, I hadn't, thank goodness. That's okay. one thing I'm grateful for, that he was not in the car. Yeah, I that certainly would have complicated me. matters uh, had that yeah. been the case. They stopped yeah. you at a, a checkpoint. Was this one of the permanent checkpoints, like a permanent installation, or one of the roving ones? It was a permanent, permanent roadblock. So they. Uh, so what was that like? What was the scene like for you? Because this, was this the first time you'd been stopped at one of these, or is this something you've done before? Yeah, um, honestly, I've only ever traveled up and down California, so we don't we don't really have those. So I think unless you're you know going over the border to you know Mexico or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the first time I encountered it. It was uh, basically just a big traffic jam. Um, as I got closer, there were a lot of cameras and uh, a lot of people. Um, uh, said cameras. I'm back. sorry, Jillian, but cameras. Mm-hmm. Of um, people being pulled over who were recording, or people or cameras being pointed at those that were getting pulled over by cops. Right, it was actually um, just like a row of cameras on the left side of the road uh, that were like permanently set up there. Ooh, like, creepy! By, we're watching you. Very, mm-hmm. very, very creepy. Yes, 
That way you couldn't throw anything out of the car without them catching it on film. Yep. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got up there. Um, they said that the dog alerted them to uh, whatever. Yeah, Mexicans and, in the uh, car? <laughs> I mean, it's, a, <laughs> right. it's, a, it's an immigration checkpoint, right? So, wait, right, you, pulled, right. you pulled over and they immediately told you a dog had alerted? Or did they walk a dog around the car when you'd pulled over? Um, it's basically people go through it and the dog walks in the front of each of the cars and the side of each of the cars. And they said that the dog alerted them right away as soon as they went, went past my car. Wow. And then they immediately asked me to pull over. Um, I got out of the car really quickly. I didn't grab my purse, my keys, or anything. I just had my cell phone and my ID. They told me to bring. They said, don't bring your purse. And I said, okay. Were, um, were you rolling any video on your cell phone at this point? No, unfortunately, I was not. Oh, darn. <laughs> I really need this. Well, it yeah. sounded like they had this operation down to a well-oiled machine. and that, Well, it wasn't. I mean, they didn't need her consent at this point. I mean, Well, I understand what you're saying, but I mean, it's, uh, I'm, not, I'm not critiquing you. Uh, when, the, when the pressure's on, it's hard to remember to, to do these things. Yeah. Uh, but I just, uh, I'm just making a suggestion for anybody listening that gets into this situation. If you're coming up on a checkpoint, that's the time when you want to think to yourself, oh, uh, let me get my phone out. Uh, hopefully, you've already pre-installed. Uh, do you have a smartphone? I do. I have an Android. Here's what I'd recommend. Uh, obviously, Android, iPhone, all these things come with uh, camcorder app built in. So you can always use that, worst case. But you can also pull up a, an app, like a free app like Quick.com, QIK.com. Also, Bambuser is another one, B-A-M-B-U-S-E-R. Bambuser's, uh, these are two different, there are a few others, I think, but these are two of the bigger yeah. ones. Uh, free apps, you can download it, install it on your phone, you get an account. So it's going to take you a few minutes to set this up. But once it's set up, then it's just a matter of launching the app and pressing the record button. And at that point, whatever it is that you're experiencing, presuming you have a data connection on your phone at that location, it will upload it to the internet as it happens. So that's something where you can be rolling up to the checkpoint and have that thing going as soon as you What do you think the value the would have been to have that happening at this checkpoint? You're documenting what's happening to you. I mean, there's huge value in that. Uh, you, you know, They're going to say, claim you said something. It's going to be on the video whether you said that or not. Or you're going to claim yeah, they said good. something. It's going to be on the video. It's good for that. But I, I always feel like in those circumstances, when you've got a camera out in their face, it scares them. And, and, you Great. Know, Let them be scared. Yeah. They're going to treat you worse. Um, that's why I like the Freedom Cam at FreedomCam.net is they don't necessarily know that thing's going. Well, you better tell right. them it's going. Yeah, because otherwise you've got a RICO problem there. In a lot of, well, I don't know if it's RICO, but it's a wiretapping possibility of, uh, mm-hmm. of a charge there. So I, I don't know what the laws are in Texas as far as recording two-party consent or one-party consent. Uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't take that risk. I would let them know they are being recorded. And if you look at uh, Checkpoint USA, which is a great website, we actually had Terry in here uh, from Checkpoint USA one time. Uh, Mark, you, were you here for that yep, episode, sure. right? I mean, Terry is not afraid to put that camera up there. And Terry didn't on. have a big old, uh, didn't didn't have any alleged hashish in his car either. Well, I see where you're coming from, but uh, clearly it didn't help her to not have the camera out. So let's continue with your story. You uh, come up to this checkpoint, they walk the dog around and say it alerted, and then they ask you to pull over. Uh, did it seem like they were asking or demanding? Uh, they were demanding. Gotcha. Absolutely. They said, you need to pull over right there. Uh, the dog's alerted us. Uh, your car smells like, you know, some narcotic. Man, that's a hot-nosed dog to be able to smell a car like that. What's their job, I guess. Uh, but Yeah. <laughs> I still have uh, doubts that dogs can actually do that, but you know, whatever. Like, Pretty scary but, uh, situation, especially depending on how the product is packaged and all that. That's also yeah. a factor. At this point, if they say they the dog alerted, the dog alerted. And they've got guns, right. so if you try to get out of there, they're probably oh, yeah. going to shoot you. Lots of guns, save the guns. 
uh, batons, anything, you name it, they have those right there. And these, these are federal <laughs> agents, correct? Not Texas boys? Um, the back of their uniform said federal, so, and I now have a federal ID number, so I'm assuming, uh, yeah, they were federal agents. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Federal agents <laughs> pulling over people for pot. It's ridiculous. Yep. So they pull you over to the secondary search area, and uh, then what? Um, then I get questioned a little bit by the uh, officer that pulls me aside. He looks at my ID, looks at information. Um, he tells me that I need to, or that I'm being arrested. And I say, oh. okay. Uh, we walk inside. I don't get handcuffed. They can obviously see I'm a very peaceful person. I'm, a, you know, I'm a, I'm along with whatever they say. Um, I get inside, and uh, after probably about an hour sitting there and, you know, get all my information being gathered, probably about an hour and a half after that, I'm read my Miranda rights. Um, and then I am put into a cell uh, by myself for about six hours. We'll come back with more uh, here if you can stick with us. Hang on. Jillian yeah. Maddie's with us from statelesssuites.com. 855-450-FREE. Arrested en route to Porkfest facing felony, a felony for uh, some alleged hashish. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Maybe enough time for your thoughts, uh, your thoughts, your calls. 855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features. Archives go all the way back to late 2006. And we've got the brand-new SoundCloud page, which is featuring all of those archives, plus more. Uh, now, that, now that we've got SoundCloud on board with us, uh, we've got unlimited space. So uh, we'll start to use it in, uh, I guess, unusual ways that haven't been done heretofore with our podcast. Like, Mark, you're working on uh, getting the, breaking out the Edgington Post into its own sort of separate upload. I don't know how that's coming along. Bumpers but... are being produced. Perfect. All right. So that is uh, in the works. And, of course, I've been uploading uh, Radio Free Keen News uh, as well. So you can see our SoundCloud page over at uh, soundcloud.com slash freetalklive. There's also a link in the listen and share section on the left-hand side of freetalklive.com. So you can easily link to our SoundCloud page from there. As we go back to the phones and your thoughts, uh, Jillian Batty is with us. She's the proprietor of Stateless Sweets at statelesssweets.com and hopefully you'll continue to be able to make delicious goodies uh, for folks because right now uh, you are being threatened with probably uh, a scary amount of time in a prison cell because they allegedly found hashish in your vehicle as you were traveling to the Porcupine Freedom Festival and unfortunately hit one of those permanent checkpoints that they have set up for a lot of americans they don't know this is even happening because it's not happening in most places it's only happening mostly around the southern or northern borders and uh, and then all of a sudden you while you're driving you come up on one of these there's no getting away you try turning around they're going to pull you over uh and so you you went through it and they walked a dog around the dog uh result you know they claimed the dog noted something was in your car and they then pulled you out uh, arrested you know presumably did a search and then put you under arrest Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about your story. Uh, I'm going to make this a little quick because uh, I'm at dinner with my parents. But, okay, um, thanks. 
yeah. Uh, so I was uh, basically at Border Patrol for about six hours. Uh, I mean, they were nice enough. You know, I was thrown into a cage, but at least I was provided with water and a blanket. Um, after six hours, the sheriff came and picked me up. Um, he drove me by himself in his car to the jail. Um, I was never handcuffed, by the way. <clears throat> like, obviously, see, I was a very peaceful person. Um, I get to the jail. Um, I am dressed right away. And I overhear um, one of the ladies say, uh, basically, there was a lot of calls coming in for me. And that because of that, they were annoyed and they should throw me in solitary. Wow. Um, yeah, so they had me dressed and they put me in this room. Um, it has a toilet. There's running water. Um, I don't have a mattress, a blanket. I don't have toilet paper. Oh, jeez. Um, and I was in there for about six and a half hours uh, without anything. I was so tired, exhausted. I had been driving since 4 a.m. that day, and uh, I, I couldn't fall asleep. I was trying to eventually, about an hour before I actually got moved to the jail cell uh, or the jail block, cell block, excuse me, um, they gave me a cup of water, uh, and I swear, uh, they took the ice out of the urinal and gave it to me. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was really gross. Is this your first yeah, time in jail? Uh, uh, no, I did uh, do one night uh, about a couple, a couple years ago, actually. It was the anniversary of when I uh, went to jail a couple years ago. Happy anniversary! <laughs> You're yeah, back. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was dealing with PTS. It's nice, yeah. Was this jail um, worse or better than the uh, the previous one? Um, I would say it was better because I, I knew a little bit more about what was going on. You knew and to I, expect. I, I knew what to expect. What's, now, the, we had uh, had people on the outside. We were making calls. I made one of them, and I know a number of other folks. There was an article over at copblock.org about the situation, which included yes, the number of the sheriff's department. Uh, and, and do you regret the calls that came in? Or, I mean, because some some of us were, you know, were up, you know, kind of concerned for you. Obviously, you know, we feel like calling, a lot of people feel like calling benefits the Call situation. Call work, have worked up to this point. <laughs> Well, um, you know what? I really appreciate it because the whole time I was there, I knew that you guys were bugging them, and that made me feel so good because I just felt so peaceful about everybody thinking about me and, you know, being on the outside and and, and knowing where I'm at and, uh, you know, just supporting me. And better than feeling alone. Yeah, better than feeling alone and forgotten as most people are when they go to jail. Exactly. So, I mean, it was it was nice to know that everyone was there, and I can't even begin to express because I haven't even been able to start to see what has happened yet. I haven't had access to my computer yet, but I will tonight, and I, I can't wait to get to, uh, you know, thanking everybody. But uh, I just want to mention real quick yeah. um, before I go, um, I really, really, really need help with uh, these legal fees, um, uh, you know, obtaining a uh, lawyer right now. Um uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not rich. <laughs> so I mean, if anybody uh, feels like right. you were scrimping and saving, to help with you were scrimping yeah, and saving to get to Porkfest, right? So. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, on top of that, and I unfortunately can't make it to Porkfest oh, now no. because of that. Oh, yeah, and I don't. I'm not sure if I'm going to have time to even make candy to send over there to sell because that was my. You know, my next plan was to you know send candy out there. So at least my business, my presence can be there. But unfortunately, I can't. And I don't have the link in front of me for the tip-in. I don't know if you want to mention that, Ian. Or, that link was yeah. posted to the Free Talk Live Facebook page. Excellent. So folks that go to facebook.freetalklive.com will be able to find the okay. uh, the post about Jillian there and the link to the chip-in uh, for folks that, that want to help about that. You said you're facing a felony charge over the hashish, also a regular uh, misdemeanor possession charge. 
uh, as well. And that a felony, that's probably, what, three to seven years in prisons. This is pretty serious. Uh, I've heard that yeah. you're planning on fighting it, but uh, they may offer you a plea deal. I mean, is this something where you really want to come back to Texas to uh, to continue doing this if the, if the plea deal is decent? Um, right now, it's kind of up in the air. I'm going to, you know, I'm hooked up with never take a plea. Uh, right now, it's quiet and everything, so... I'm hoping to get some more advice from everybody and seek out, you know, a liberty. I'm sure you'll have a lot to think about here over the next uh, few months as this develops. And I hope you'll keep in touch with us and let us know what happens. But you have a you have a child, you said, Jillian. And and as far as like, you know, I've had this hard line, you know, uh, thing of not processing or not registering my cars or whatever. But I really came kind of out after my kids were old enough to fend for themselves. I don't begrudge anyone for, you know, who has anyone that has small children from, you know, doing what they need to do to take care of their first priority, which is their child. And, um, right. you know, the, the, a friend of mine was busted with 150 pounds in Oklahoma. I, I know that Oklahoma is not the same as Texas, but he, yeah. And he had, they didn't confiscate his truck. It was a brand new truck. Hmm. Um, they just, they took the weed Lucky. and yeah. And he got three months. He took a plea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if you're new to the criminal justice system, you can probably end up getting a decent plea and making yeah. this making this go away. Because I know that you had well, been look, looking at moving to New Hampshire. As this part is of the, the second project. day. We don't need to talk about yeah. pleas right now. She's got plenty of time. I'm not giving I mean, her advice. No, We're just you, talking about options. And people, uh, you know, she's not the only person in this situation. I mean, people are getting arrested right. all around this country yeah. for similar that situations. Like, hey, enjoy the dinner, Jillian. And uh, I'm I sure will. it's a lot better than what you've been eating over the last 48 hours. So. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Thank you guys so thanks. much for having me on. Yeah, thanks for the call. Sorry we won't be seeing you at Porkfest. Maybe next year. Hope you. Hopefully you'll Definitely. still. Definitely. I'll be moved there soon. So. Fantastic. <laughs> thanks for the call. 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. In fact, there's somebody else on the line, Mandy in Virginia, who was also arrested, uh, not in the same circumstance, but uh, for, for possession of something. Mandy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, uh, well, you know, kind of bummed out. Uh, one Sorry, of our advertisers just got thrown in right jail. Now. What's up? Uh uh, got uh, popped on a Wednesday. Uh, got pulled over. Um, officer approached my vehicle and asked if she knew why I'd been pulled over. And I honestly had no clue. And she said, uh, "You failure to use a turn signal." It was kind of bizarre because I was on a straightaway within. I could literally see my home. And she said, "I smell alcohol in your breast. I'm going to need to step out of the vehicle." So uh, I did the field sobriety, which I passed. In the meantime, they called. There was four cop cars there, and. Uh, they wanted me to take a BAC, and I said, you know, you need to either, you know, let me go or arrest me and remove my rights. I've, you know, I've, I, you know, I've been cooperative. I've completely passed your field sobriety. I, you know, there's no, you know, I should not have been using a turn signal. I'm on a straightaway. I don't even understand why you pulled me over. And it was just, you know, you need to be cooperative. And, you know, how they start getting a couple officers come up, and they're like, we found a bunch of stuff in our car. And apparently they've been searching my car, and they claim to have found um, a plant and some paraphernalia as well as a scale. So they took me in. And, uh, what kind of, uh, did, did you give them permission to search the car or they just went Absolutely in it? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh boy. Absolutely not, which is what I started saying then. And they just told me, you know, I need to shut up and cooperate and they could do what they wanted. Did uh, like, did they you just have the windows and... down? Were they just able to get in there or did they have your keys? So, no, the keys the keys were on the seat in the car when I got out to do the soap sobriety and everything. I see. And, well, uh, if you want to tell us the rest I of your story, you're welcome to hang on, Mandy. 855-453. See, this is not uncommon. I mean, it's just... This happens to all people all over the place. It's outrageous. More coming up. Empower yourself by trading with value. Visit don'ttreadonmeme.com. 
Browse their unique Silver Dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs. Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on meme. That's don't tread on M-E-M-E dot com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want toll-free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. 1-855-450-3733, the toll-free number here. We'll try to sneak you in. If you don't get in tonight, don't worry about it. We do this thing seven nights per week. You can always call us back tomorrow night and join us then. Uh, over at freetalklive.com or on your local radio station. If we're not on your local radio station yet, you can uh, give them a call. Call the program director at the business office during the week, whatever your local station's business number is. You can find them in uh, probably on Google or on their own website uh, where they'll give you that number. And then call them and talk to them and say, you know, say something that you like about their station and then ask them nicely to add Free Talk Live. Or maybe they do have some Free Talk Live on the air. You can then thank them for, adding, for having Free Talk Live and ask them for some more because we do this thing seven nights a week live from 7 to 10 Eastern. So 855-450-FREE allows us to continue with your calls. Where Mandy is on the line listening in Virginia. Now, Mandy, you were on your way home. Uh, you were within vision of your uh, your home. And uh, vision, yeah. you were pulled over by the police. They wanted you to take uh, some sobriety tests. You did those. You passed them. They well, initially, they said that they pulled me over. There was a lot of cops on my way home. I, I saw, I think, I don't know if there was something going on in my neighborhood or they were just really looking to make some money yesterday. Initially, they claimed that they pulled me over because I didn't use the turn signal. But like I said, I was on a straightaway and I was within vision of my home. I shouldn't have used the turn signal in more than a mile. So I don't know why I was actually initially pulled over. But then, yes, I did. I, I, I had been, I had had a drink. So, yeah, I was definitely smelled like alcohol. And I took the mm-hmm. sobriety and passed the test. And uh, uh, in addition to that, uh, they then wanted you to take a, a blood alcohol test, which you refused. Correct. Right. Well, I didn't even really have a chance to start to refuse it because at the, I'm sorry, I'm so harsh. I'm losing my voice. Sorry. Um, at the initial, uh, when they started asking me about that is when the other two offers came over and apparently they had gone into my vehicle with the, you know, the doors were shut, the windows were up and had started searching it. And they claimed they'd found a, uh, a plant and paraphernalia as well as a scale. And um, they were like, this is a felony. And, you know, instantly intent to distribute was one of my charges. Which, of course, um, they found without your observing them finding it. Absolutely. So who knows if they decided to plant that uh, product there. Uh, this is a good reason for folks to lock their doors when they get out of, uh, of a car. Take the keys with you. Yeah. Lock the doors behind you. That way, at least you're in control to yeah. some extent of, uh, yeah, of that scene. But, you know, it's hard to remember, uh, you know, all the stuff when the, the oh, intimidation yeah. factor is in play. And these guys can be very intimidating. So at that point, you were arrested for a felony charge of uh, distribution? Actually, at that point, they put me, one of the officers cuffed me, put me in the back of his car, and he drove me to lock up. Uh, I was put in a cage there for three hours. They refused to read me my rights, arrest me, allow me to call an attorney, anything. Hmm. Um, after about three hours, he said, you know, you can sign these papers and we can get stuff going. And he tried to, you know, he put some papers into the slip where I could sign them in the jail. And I went to pull them in and he said, what are you doing? I said, I want to read these. And uh, <laughs> you don't need to read this stuff. You just need to sign it. So wow. That's right. Said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not signing anything I haven't read. So he walked away, came back a few minutes later, read me my rights and they processed me then, sent me back to another case. I was left there until about another seven hours until the morning when they took me in front of the magistrate. 
who wanted me to sign a bunch more papers. He had a, the bondsman was already in the room. We were trying to work something out. And I said, I need to read these papers. And he said, you don't need to do anything right now. You're just being uncooperative. <laughs> been uncooperative all evening, all evening while I shivered in, you know, a summer dress and a little cell with vomit on the mat. But <sighs> anywhere. no running water, nothing to drink for over 12 hours. I'm so, I'm so hoarse right now. It's ridiculous. Um, so when he, did this happen? Was this just a couple days ago? Yeah, I just got a jet this morning. I got wow. a, I, I, I had to post uh, my house as, as collateral five hundred to someone else. So it's crazy. Jesus. Yeah, he sent me back to my cell because I wanted to read what I was going to sign, and uh, he brought me back out about two hours later. And the bondsman was there again, just shaking his head, just telling me to sign it. And so I kind of glanced at him, but I was doing my signature really slow, and it was a relief that I was going to go ahead and do this with the bondsman, and I would be, you know, I couldn't leave and da da da, and I was promised to show up for a hearing. So it wasn't anything bad I was signing, but I needed to see that. Um, wow. And then he sent me back to my cell about for another hour or so. Bondsman got everything worked out. I had my friend come up, get me cash, release me to his care. And then we set about trying to get my vehicle and things like that, trying to get a hold of a few lawyers. I got a few free consultations tonight. I did meet with one lawyer. It cost me 200 bucks. He won't go with me in the morning. I have an arraignment. That's for all the charges, as well as um, to reconsider my bond that I'm out right now. Jeez. Um, so that's at 8.30, so hopefully that'll go well. He won't go with me, but <laughs> at least I got some good advice to probably get me through that. I can probably get a continuance for at least 10 days. That's some scary stuff. Now, what kind of criminal history? I love how uh, wanting to read the paperwork that they want you to sign is considered be- being uncooperative. Yeah. yeah, just do whatever we yeah, say. It was, it was. I mean, that's not even an exaggeration. I'm standing there in the parking lot afterwards with the bondsman and my friend, and he's like, she just wouldn't stop, and they just weren't, like, he's like, she's just got to shut her mouth. He's like, you need to have a lawyer with you in court because you, know, you just have to shut your mouth. Yeah, mm. that was what he was calling my friend. She should have shut her mouth. I could have had her out of here four hours ago. And I was like, dude, I spent 14 hours in and I'm, I'm happier I did that than let these people just walk all over me. It was bad enough. It was. Is this your first time uh, going to jail? No. No, I've been, I was arrested at the RNC back in 2008 and I had a pop for um, drug without a license like eight years ago. God, I don't know what to say. It's just I'm another know. one. I'm going to have more charges because I'm another one like Michelle. I refuse to, you know, license and register and all that stuff with my vehicles. I try to live, you know, under the radar of the state as much as I can, and I try to live, you know. Charlie on the chat, I who goes by Maui guy, can, so. is saying, "Tell her to move to New Hampshire." You know, that's the only. <laughs> that's, I wish I had a better I answer. Saying that I was actually, I had just worked a deal out with my boss, and I was about to tell everyone I got um, I was scheduled all doubles. I'm a, I'm a professional cook. Uh, so props out to Jillian with her business. I've been following that for a while. But I was uh, hoping to actually show up. I was just about to message some people that had said, you know, we do have a spot at our site. So I was actually going to be a pork festival. I just hope to see how that's going to happen now. We need someone to come out here to do food truck. I want to do a food truck with someone that actually knows how to cook if you want to come out here. Oh, man. That's one of my business proposals. I still want to do it. Yay! <laughs> well, Mandy, I, uh, I hope to you know see us sooner rather than later up in New Hampshire. And I'm sorry to hear about your story. Feel free to keep us in the loop. Uh, and thanks for the call tonight. Good luck. Absolutely. It sounds awful. Uh, and, and again, two calls right in a row. I didn't set those calls up. That was just, you know, just happened that way. That's the drug war. Uh, two calls right in a row. They are going after peaceful people on a wholesale basis and just ruining people's lives. These two ladies are productive members of the economy. They're people that run their own business. They, they have families. It sounds like Mandy owns a house, so she's yeah. paying taxes right. and what have you. How are you going to pay taxes on the, the, you know, how are you going to pay your property tax bill if you're rotting in a cage? You're going to lose your house. You're going to lose your mortgage. Don't worry. The next person will pay property taxes. What difference does it make? 
They'll get their property taxes. Good point. That's probably the way they see it. Uh, makes me want to cry. <laughs> you know, it the is only horrible. the only way they don't get property taxes is when it uh, basically the 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 land gets uh, returned to the town itself. Well, then they tax sale it to somebody who's willing to pay the taxes. Yep. I wish and I they'll had pay a the back answer. taxes. Actually, I wish I had a better answer, but there is no better answer than get the hell out of wherever it is you are and come up to New Hampshire. Join safety in the, numbers, right? Join the Free State Project. I mean, we're not safe. Yeah. They're still coming after us right. here. I, my house was raided today. Uh, you know, the, the no, you didn't get a my, chance to talk about my that. My tenant's house was raided today by uh, the Code Enforcement Department and the Fire Department. It was absolutely ridiculous. Why is that? So, uh, well, because they believe there's a lodging house there, which is a legal term that has to do with uh, a few different provisions about more than four people. People living together and no, uh, you know, not separate kitchens for each person. And there's like all kinds of provisions. It's the reason why is because they're after me and they want uh, me and my friends to leave Keene. They know that uh, we're making an impact here and it bothers them that uh, people are active uh, and they're, they're, they're going to target people that are active. It's, this is just how it is. It's the, you know, the cross you have to bear as being an activist. When you make an impact, people are going to get upset who are inside the system, and they're going to come up with a bunch of crap to come after you with. So that's what they did today. We can talk more about it at a later time. But I just thought it, it uh, was relevant to point out here. But yes, there's, it's better to have numbers because there is, it is more likely that you will uh, be safer if there are mm-hmm. more people around. And at the very least, if something awful does happen to you, there are people on the outside who are within the vicinity. I mean, yeah. it, there were a lot of people who wanted to help out Jillian uh, when she was arrested. But the only thing we could do was, you know, send some money to a fund uh, that, you know, could help help bail her out. Sure doesn't and hurt. It, it did help, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. But it would be easier if the people were in the same area to Moral get active. Moral support is huge. And yeah. so if you're not around, please look into mail to jail. And and you know do send which mail only works to, to people in New Hampshire. Mail to jail is a new is a New Hampshire, New Hampshire activist thing. focused thing. So we've got activism tools here that just aren't available anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Mail to jail, Porcupine four one one. There's a lot of stuff up here that people just don't have anywhere else. Plus a thousand plus Free State Project participants are already here. They're mm-hmm. already getting active in a variety of different ways. Uh, is that happening where you live? Are Liberty lovers coming in where you live? Are there new people moving in every month? and introducing themselves and stepping up? This is the place, at this point, um, New Hampshire... I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, no. At this point, New Hampshire is the epicenter of liberty activism. And for the foreseeable future, that's going to be the case. And you can come up and see what it's all about at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, unless you get arrested on the way. Porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com, has happened to Jillian, unfortunately. But we'll be back tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime over at freetalklive.com. It's been Ian here with you. Michelle. And Mark. All right. See you tomorrow. freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live has grown enough that I'm comfortable on bringing on a, a new salesperson. Now, I'm not looking for a person who wants a job. I'm looking for a person who wants to grow a business within my business. It's a commission-only position. What I bring to the table is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels, a very popular podcast, the only show to win podcastawards.com annual award five times. FTL has also been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100. That's the 100 most important radio programs in America four times. 
Because Free Talk Live is an independently syndicated radio program as opposed to being owned by Clear Channel or one of the other large syndication companies, our rates tend to be much less than those big companies. We don't have giant skyscrapers with the shiny glass windows full of receptionists and janitors and sales managers and all those things. So as a result, we're able to price ourselves much lower. And that makes it easier to sell. You've got a, a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations across the country with ad rates as low as $30 a 30-second ad. That's a relatively easy pitch to sell, but you still need dedication. The commission is going to be generous, and there'll be plenty of room for growth. What do you bring? Determination. You can't try this for a month, feel defeated, and quit. That's not the way radio sales works. It takes a little while to build your clientele and your reputation. If you have a bunch of half-finished projects sitting around your house uh, with very few completed ones, please, Don't waste either of our time by responding. Personality and articulation are important in this job. You're going to have to talk to business owners over the phone. You have to be interesting and easy to understand. You have to have a computer with the Internet. You have to have time during the day to do this. You can set your schedule to some extent, but business owners are available during the day. If you want to work at night, you better be trying to get advertisers from India or Australia. Or Japan. Or you need to be living in India, Australia, or Japan, calling advertisers here. One of the two, but you pretty much need to be calling business owners during the day. You need a good phone with long distance included. This goes back to the articulation issue that I was talking about before. Um, you know, if I don't recommend cell phones. If uh, you know, if if it sounds badly, the business owner is going to be irritated and not want to talk to you. And it's hard enough to get people on the phone to talk to them about advertising without having a bad connection ruining the whole thing or sounding tinny or whatever. You need to be flexible and motivated. I'm not going to claim to be the world's uh, best self-help coach. I'm really not great at that. If you're looking uh, for a pep talk, call your mom. The person I pick needs to believe that Free Talk Live brings incredible value to our listeners. I'm going to need a resume for you. I'm going to get a bunch of responses from this ad, and I'm probably only going to pick one of them. I need to know that the person that I pick can sell, is dedicated, is worth my, and is worth my time to teach them. People often believe that sales is some magical skill that has to do with uh, limited mind control. It isn't. Sales is about integrity Honesty, follow-up with your customers, and product knowledge. Now, I'm going to provide you with the product knowledge. Obviously, you can't know everything that there is to know about the inside of Free Talk Live today. But what you need to bring to the table for me is the dedication to do follow-up with your customers and the willingness to be honest and have integrity in dealing with your customers. If... You run across a situation where you have to tell them something that is uh, you believe is going to ruin the sale, but you believe it's the right thing to say. That's the thing you need to say. I don't want a salesperson that's going to lie to somebody. I'm not interested in it. This is a great opportunity for the right person and a big old headache for both of us for the wrong person. Um, please send your resumes to mark at freetalklive.com. <laughs> 